Hello, everybody. Oh, I'm kind of out of center on the, uh, there we go. Let's have a, that's what you get for being able to move your webcam freely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm moving around so much that it's just screwing it up every time I have to stream and it's kind of dark in here. Uh, the lights just went down. I still oh. haven't seen us. Oh, there we are. I still haven't seen us come on screen. Maybe I need to need to get it to go live again. Uh, manipulate the audio because it's been a while since I've uh, since I've been the one streaming. It's been a few. Yeah. Years. It doesn't it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it's actually like almost. I guess I guess I guess I did uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Well, yeah, that's true. But that was that was on off. Yeah, that off was just point. like a random day, I guess. All right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I apologize for the lack of of energy. I was away on a on a, a shoot for for my work this weekend, and uh, I just got back, you know, about about three hours ago. I'm a little, a little tired out, but other than that, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, but I, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll try to muster as much energy as I can while we play The Mummy Demastered. Uh, yeah, Cindy is around. She just went off into the other room, but she was sitting on my lap just before the stream went on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see this. I mean, I have it too, but I, I, don't, I don't think seeing this streamed while only paying half attention to it uh uh will uh will spoil me on it terribly i did i see that there was a five dollar donation for uh from for love of the game saying check out uh pandemonium's review of virtue racing on saturn he interviewed the uh, developer and learned about the nightmare of programming on the saturn and uh mm -hmm. i watched that uh like a week and a half ago and it was excellent I, I had, ne had never seen the channel before, and I immediately subscribed. Uh, it's like an hour-long uh, deep dive into virtual racing on the Saturn. And uh, basically, the people making it had no, like, development tools, essentially. And had to, like, recreate virtual racing uh, by eye. Wow. And it's, uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing listening to them talk about it. Uh, I got. A, I, I didn't get a real haircut per se. My mom cut my hair, but it, <laughs> it was it was better. It was better and more ambitious than the last time she cut my hair. Uh, <laughs> the last time I had a real haircut is what you see uh, on Analog Frontiers Part One. But when you say uh, for the conclusion, uh, I actually shot my on-camera segment for Analog Frontiers Part Three, like probably back in November, December. Uh, <laughs> So it's it's gonna be kind of weird having like you know professional haircut, not professional haircut, but whatever. It's it's. Uh, it is. I mean, I, I think it looks fine enough for my on camera for Analog Frontiers Part Three, but I will. But it's not the conclusion. Part Three is not the con the conclusion. Um, the conclusion will be Part Five. But my my hope is that uh, Four and Five will take. A comparatively short amount of time three is like overwhelming it's like almost out of my depth and the only reason i can like even begin to make part three work 
uh, is because Artemio is just like the most incredible person ever and is, is able to uh, help me get the insights I need for, uh, on, on preservation and, and stuff. And he has been so incredibly patient (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with all my questions of is this worded right? Should I change this? Should I change that? And there's always like some little word that he wants that he thinks would be better to tweak. And you know, that just kind of makes it a lot more accurate and a lot more uh, fair to all of the different avenues of preservation. I mean, I think it's going to kind of, kind of blow people's minds. Uh, just like how, how much stuff is in this? Really? How, yeah. I mean, I mean, when you, I, when you I showed me the think... timeline, it looked like by far the most complicated edit that you have ever done. It's it's pretty complex, yeah. Uh, it, uh, I mean, it, it's not like that high vertically because there's not like a lot of like comparisons and stuff. I mean, there is some comparisons, but it's not like, you know, like an RGB episode where there's like, a you know, the, the timeline is very vertical, mm-hmm. but it's actually like... On the southern hemisphere, on the audio side, it's complicated because of how much game audio is used. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it is probably going to be the longest edited episode. I thought because you you've been adding a lot of stuff to it as well. I thought it might be a little shorter than the Game Boy RGB episode at first, but yeah, it's um, it's probably going to be just a little longer because I did want to add a few things. Like I thought the flash cart section needed to be, I mean, it's a short section overall, but I thought it needed, I thought it needed just a little bit extra information to it. And I also wanted to add just a, a very brief one or two sentences on uh, decompilation projects. I mean, mm-hmm. not that there's a lot of detail you can get into because there's not that much out there, but I can at least show like Mario 64 PC and, uh, you know, the Sonic uh, mobile uh, right. decompilations, that kind of stuff. I mean, and, you know, you're you're pretty close to wrapping up. I see a Castlevania Games asking when part three comes out. I mean, you're pretty close to finished at this point. I think I'm pretty close. Like, it's it's not going to come out next week. But Wait, next, I or should, you mean this coming week, right? I don't think it's going to come out this coming week because that would just be too much uh, because I'm, I'm still going to need a day or two for the last bits of polish and audio balancing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I think like the main edit will be pretty well locked down in another three to four days of work probably. Mm-hmm. So it will probably, re- probably release sometime the following week. Corey, Corey is working on a video right now that he, he wants to keep the subject secret. Yeah. Uh, for now, it's, it's something you've, so, you've so, kind of all of a sudden gotten like super excited about out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like I'm working on a Mr. Episode, but I randomly just tried something out. I, I had a random idea for like a quick episode that I wanted to do. And then it's kind of like grown into something that I just think is kind of kind of fun and neat to do. It's like it, it, it is similar aspect to the sharp scale video but like not nearly as is in depth of is that it's just kind of it's just kind of fun but it's, just, it's just something that just struck you all of a sudden and the more you dug into it the more interesting you thought it was yeah yeah and i, I i'm pretty excited about it because it's just it's kind of random and mm-hmm. i think i think that it's going to be i mean i don't i don't think that's going to make it out 
this week. I mean, it'd be cool if it did, but I'm not sure if it's gonna if it's gonna happen. But it's it's not like a lot of a lot of work. It's not really crazy, but it really just comes down to how much time I want to put into it because it's right experimenting you, you with can, different you things. It, you could end it anywhere because you're you you kind of have the the setup like pretty well situated oh, within yeah. like length of it could just be how many individual games and situations you want to look at. Yeah, if if people probably want to kind of get an idea of what it's going to be about, uh if you follow the My Life in Gaming account on Instagram, you may have seen me post a little something on there. <laughs> a little like a, a, a maybe a screen like a a photo and a video. Yeah. So it's it's hard to say which episode is going to release first. Like, well, it, like if we finish like basically the same time, or Corey finishes first, like maybe we'll release that episode and then release Analog Frontiers Part Three a week later, or vice versa. You know. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, there's, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I did want to say that there is a uh, there's uh, five dollars from Zane's dad saying, uh, uh, "Mummy, there must be a, a <laughs> necrophile among us." Let's look alive, people. Thank you. And uh, there's also $5 from Bonspy. Thank you. Saying uh, thank you both for all you do. Well, thank you. No problemo. All right. Let's let's get down to business here. So I actually... Uh, I edited the launch trailer for this game. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which was like the the second trailer that I edited for WayForward. I've edited not all of WayForward's trailers in the past few years, but a, a good chunk of them. Uh, it's kind of been one of my main freelance things lately. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't do the teaser trailer for it, but I did the release trailer. And this was actually the first thing. Uh, the first thing I they asked me to do, but then they said, actually, we need a Mystic Bell trailer first. So, uh, okay. So I'm I'm really curious about this. I actually, uh, you know, since since like, you know, this was one of my first freelance projects in a while, and like I I, I wanted to make sure I really did it right. Like I I actually watched the movie, you know, the the new Mummy movie that was supposed to be the beginning of that uh, the, the the dark universal universe. universal dark like universe the, or whatever they were calling yeah. it uh which was a a fun idea for sure right. uh but man the i mean you know you probably heard the movie is bad it it, it is bad the the movie is bad it's pretty it's pretty bad it's pretty bad uh, this game is probably better than the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think this is widely considered, like, the only good thing to have come out of that. But, I mean, it was kind of interesting because, like, you know, like, this had to be, like, sent to Universal. The trailer had to, like, get approval from, like, Universal Studios. <laughs> which was, you know, it's kind of an interesting thing. I said there is a four ninety nine from uh, Mike's seven one eight saying uh, update all script finally got those arcade scripts or uh, arcade course set up would have taken forever manually recommendations on an arcade stick for Mister. Uh, so right now I'm using the the Astro City Mini arcade stick with it, uh, but I mean basically if you want to get almost any kind of USB arcade stick it should work. 
even if you wanted to just get one, like I had an old, like a brawl stick that I got as like a WWF brawl stick that I put like completely different parts in. Uh, and that's what I used previously. I wonder if this is the same people, I mean, how much of the, the same core team is the same as uh, the Alien Infestation Game Boy, uh, the DS game. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely got kind of a little Contra, Contra 4 in it, too, I'd say. Yeah. It, um, I mean, to give you a little, little, uh, a little context, um, uh, like you are, I mean, I, I haven't played this game. I, I just, I just saw the footage that WayForward gave me. Uh, and I, I've been looking forward to playing it. I was waiting, you know, forever for the physical copy, mm -hmm. uh, from Limited Run. Um, which both of ours came pretty recently. So anyway, like there's this uh, organization called Prodigium, which is, you know, supposed to basically be like the core central thing of, you know, this dark pictures universe that isn't, or whatever it's called, that isn't uh, going to actually happen. Uh, you know, I had all this set up where, you know, th this organization is, you know, out there, like, you know, learning about and fighting vampires and werewolves and whatnot. Right. Uh, and, you know, Tom Cruise, like, becomes involved with them, you know, partway through the movie. And you're, you're here, you're just like some random agent dude from there. So... Like, I mean, it was, it was an interesting setup, you know, it was kind of like, you know, how the, like the, the new Godzilla movies and King Kong I and stuff I happened. died in the, in the intro. Dang. But you, you know how those oh, movies I, have. I became a zombie, a zombie-like <laughs> creature. But you know how those, those movies have like the, the organization that's like tracking like the giant monsters. I forget what it's called, but you know, it's, it's basically the same concept. Okay. So I think I was supposed to die maybe. Oh really? Yeah. It's having some thing about prodigium. Oh, there's a couple of donations there. If you want to scroll up. There. Uh, yeah, there were two dollars from gaming blues saying, uh, remember the PC game abuse. This reminds me of, it. I, I've never heard that's a horrible sounding name, but <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it either. Uh, so maybe I'm someone else here. Uh, and there was uh, 199 from Dingus Glort uh, saying if seagulls flew over the bay, they'd be bagels. Wow. <laughs> Makes you think. Uh, this is the save room. You can resume the mission here at a later time. We can use it to track your progress. The events will become compromised. That is a good question. Who is going to win, Kong or Godzilla? I, I haven't watched the trailer. I don't want to watch the trailer. Uh, I think that they're going to fight, and uh, they're going to have to like team up against somebody else. 
because I mean mm. they're both good. I think that I think that the actual Godzilla is not going to be the real Godzilla. I think it's going to be Mecha Godzilla. Oh. I mean they haven't uh they haven't um gone the uh aliens route really the planet x route no not yet but i well, mean well but they did say that like Ghidorah is like from elsewhere right exactly they, they exactly. did indicate I mean, that that's, like because that's what threw everything off in uh godzilla king of the monsters yeah i mean they, you know they, they were almost like there was almost like a, a, a Genova-esque sort of plot to it, where yeah. like, uh, like you know, it, the these creatures are like part of like the, you know, system of the the planets, and they like travel across space to other planets. Right. Oh, we got grasshoppers. Genova, whatever. We got evil grasshoppers. Just so you know. Okay. So I'm pretty sure this is Metro. I mean, you've got that map, so it yeah. has to be Metroidvania. Do, do you gain experience points, or as far as you can tell, or or no? Um, no. I mean, it's, it seems pretty straightforward here. There's like a map. I mean, there's not much going on. There's I mean, there's an inventory, but it shows one weapon. So I assume that the like, I'll just get weapon upgrades, but it's not going to be like very RPG-esque, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just, uh, Drum and I just played uh, Axiom Verge on the Backloggery stream. Oh, took, hey, us, you... took us three weeks to finish it. Yeah. I mean, what did you think? Because I, I didn't, I didn't like it all that. I thought it was okay. Yeah, but... I mean, well, you know, it's funny. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if anyone remembers the story about Badland Games, and I, I don't really know the details to be perfectly honest. I know that, like, I, I'm not sure if they're still around or not. Yeah, they definitely um, are not. Like they, uh. Like something bad happened. I don't know what it was, but like it actually, it might've had something to do with the Wii U version of Axiom Verge. I don't remember the Maybe. Details. I think that they just had the, they went out of business essentially. But like limited run trusted them at first. And then like supposedly cheated them out of a bunch of money. I, again, I don't really know the details. But right. at first, when they were on good terms with them, you know, we had done. Oh, let's see, we got uh, grenades now. We had done like that uh, Night Trap documentary, you know, totally on Whoa. our own. And then Night like, uh, Limited Run, we uh, we showed it to them. And, you know, they were just like, oh, hey, like, why don't we see if this will sell as a Blu-ray? We're like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then, you know, and they introduced us to Badland Games who said like, oh, we're like actually interested in like, you know, documentary type content for some of our releases. Right. And they're like, let's, I, you know, we want to send you some, some samples. And uh, so they sent us 
for whatever reason, both Wii U or not Wii U, uh, PS4 and Switch versions. Well, I got uh, the Switch version. You got the PS4 version, right? Well, I had, but I have both for some reason. Oh, I just, I just have the. I, the I don't version. know why I have both because, well, here's the thing. <laughs> like two and a half years ago or so, I, um, I was on a free a trip for a freelance project. And I brought my Switch with me, and I thought I was going to start Axiom Verge on it. Uh-huh. And I played like an hour of it, and I'm just like, man, I'm not really feeling this. And uh, I was like, you know, I'll... But here's the thing. The jump is connected to confirm and the way the game works. Shovel Knight kind of does the same thing. Right. Um, and since the game does require, you know, a fair bit of like menu use and stuff like that, it was really irritating me that B was confirmed and A was canceled. It was just really bothering me. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'd rather play, if, if, if that's the way it's going to be, I'd rather play the PS4 version where confirm and cancel are where I expect them to be on that controller. Right. Well, in the, in the intervening years, I completely forgot about it. I just remembered like, yeah, I wasn't really feeling it for some reason. And I, I completely forgot I even had the PS4 version. So Drum and I start playing it. He was playing it on PC. I was playing it on Switch. We get like... 40 minutes or so into it, and I'm like, ugh, I really don't like how can confirm is B. And then you remembered you. you and then did. I suddenly remember, like, wait a second, do I have the PS4 version of this? I went to my shelf and checked, and sure enough, I did. So I restarted the game from there. And it was fine. Uh, well, yeah, confirm is X, you know, like I expected to be on PS4. Although that change never should have happened, but I am used to it now. It, it, it I, I feel great sadness for the people of Japan who Sony is just like ignoring now and is just like, yeah, you guys have to do X confirm now too. Like that's, that's just rude. <laughs> um, Especially given like the meat, the, the cultural meaning, you know, like that circle and X is just such a common thing in Japan. But anyway, so yeah, so I, I completely forgot that one of the one of the main reasons that I like wasn't feeling it at that time was because of the the confirmed cancel situation. And I thought, well, if I have a, a PlayStation version of it anyway, it seems like a game I would enjoy better on PlayStation. So I should just wait. But I completely forgot about that. So in the end, I, I and I again, I, I guess they sent. I I, I don't know. I, they must have sent both of those versions. I I just had I had no memory of of having both versions, but then I realized I did. Uh, so so yeah. So that was that was a weird situation, but <laughs> <laughs> I ended up getting to play a game a version of the game that the control bear. But yeah, I mean, I remember one of your main complaints was just like. There is something mapped to literally every button on the control. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like it just it, it feels, feels over overcomplicated. It's definitely a bit overwrought for I think a game that is supposed to 
you know, be a, a bit of a throwback, you know? Yeah. It, uh, it, it just, uh, you know, I, the, the thing that annoyed Drum the most was that there's all, there's just, like, so many of these, like, you start off, like, getting, like, uh, weapon power-ups. They're, like, a full power-up, and then health power-ups is essentially, like, a full heart container. Mm-hmm. But then you start getting these nodes that show you got to collect five of these to get one whole node. And sometimes, like, the little things you would do to, like, actually get one of those was kind of complicated. And it's like, man, all that work for just one out of five yeah you know it just, it just seemed like there was too much going on but overall it was good it was good like it was definitely the indie darling game for a good while there several years yeah ago. i mean it's it's impressive that it was able to be made by one person and not only that Absolutely. but i mean uh what is his name hap is it like thomas hap or something yeah 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 is you know, he went through some like really sad stuff, like with his with his uh, his daughter during the making of it. Do you ever watch the? You should watch the documentary on it. Uh, I watched part of it. I thought I thought like what, his daughter. I thought his dog was sick or something. I thought it was his, I thought it was a situation with his. I, I remember reading, maybe I was thinking of another game or maybe that was the one. I thought, I thought I, it was I'm pretty sure that it, it was, I mean, I, I, unless I'm misremembering it, but I feel like his, his daughter was sick and, uh, was, you know, needed a lot of care during it or uh-huh. continues to. I'm sure somebody can, I apologize. I don't, I don't remember exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, it's an impressive game, but <laughs> it kind of, sometimes I just get this feeling when I'm playing a, like some, sometimes like a retro throwback game is just what, just what I want. And other times I'm just like, well, why am I not just playing right Metroid instead? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like... Like, I feel like a lot of times they're made for people who no longer engage in actual vintage games. And, you know, I, you know, I could play any, any old game any day of the week. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, the, you know, it's, sometimes it's just like, uh, it, it just feels like this was made for people who no longer have access to Super Metroid, you know? Right. But other times it's like, you know, like, man, they really nailed this. This is this is great. Or, you know, it, or it's an enhancement over, you know, what an old, actual old game would be in, in smart <laughs> ways. Like, I don't know. It just, it strikes me differently from time to time, but... I, I definitely think Axiom Verge could have been tightened up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would have liked it more overall, but you know, people want value in their games, which means they have to be longer than they need to be. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I liked it overall, but you know, but our complaints are similar. I think, I think so. I mean, you know, it, it's it's a game that probably won't quite make the cut for 
games we played in 2021. Right. And usually that, that doesn't necessarily mean I didn't like it. And when I, when I do have a game on there, it doesn't necessarily mean I did like it. It just means I have something to say about, it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like in Axiom Verge, like, I mean, I know I did just say a whole lot about it, but like, I wouldn't be that interested in. Thank you for saying what needed to be said. <laughs> uh, there was a uh, $2 from Potbelly Punch. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Saying, uh, play Gussin, Oyo, Oyo, and Gussin Paradise on PS1 someday. I, I'm, I'm, ah. I'm not familiar with what this is. <laughs> Sounds wacky, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Uh, Cap explains his young son, uh, Alistair, suffers, suffers from Cornicturus, uh, uh, a uh, delibrium induced brain dysfunction which causes cause uh when newborn jaundice isn't treated in a oh, timely man manner that's right so i thought it was his daughter but it's his son <laughs> i thought it was his dog so i i both of us should feel bad i got an energy tank it looks like uh i have not tried crossco but i have heard a ton of good stuff about it oh yo um Someone, someone on the backloggery actually sent us uh, a copy of that. Oh, really? Like, like the physical copy, or? Yeah, I think a PS4, a, a PS4 copy. Nice. I've heard it's very good. It's like a sprite-based action RPG, right? Yeah, but it uses has a lot of like physics-based stuff in it. Hmm. Not... You know, I keep interpreting the 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 bullet drops from the enemies is beer bottles and i kept thinking is there like a like a crafting system for like making like molotovs or something uh, <laughs> i don't think that's the case no the music's pretty good in this that's kind of expected i suppose yeah i, I don't think way forward ever has bad music uh, their music is always really loud though like yes their 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 games are just like mastered like six db higher than i think i think their ga their games basically are mastered at zero they're always really loud yeah i tried to use the snes controller for this but it's one of those games that will make it so that the uh second controller cannot be activated so you can't back out to the home menu at all oh uh... Eh, well, I'll probably I'll probably play that way anyway, unless I end up playing it. I mean, if I was playing by if I was just playing it by myself, I would probably do that. But in case Be I need playing handheld, if yeah, if I or if I just needed to like stop the game for a second, mm -hmm. you know, like while on stream. You know, instead of instead of you know, since since I don't think they're going to continue the 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 dark universe, they they should they should just do dark universe remastered and have way forward make like you know a, a Dracula game and a Frankenstein game, and, yeah, and all that stuff without ever making a movie. Maybe they will. <laughs> uh, I see that that uh, 
uh, Dustin Kramer is asking if I got it, the tape in the mail. And I did. It showed up uh, on Saturday, but I just got it today. And it, the uh, the case for it kind of got crunched up a little bit in the mail. But uh, everything should be should be functional. I have not listened to it yet. Um, I didn't I didn't see your I saw your video went live, but I have not listened to it. Uh, so f those who have not been following. There's kind of a fun little thing going over, uh, happening with uh, Classic Gaming Quarterly, where he is he is making mixtapes of game music. And uh, I would like to take part as well. I got a tape player last weekend. And, uh, you know, and uh, Dustin as well made a mixtape for his, for his channel. Uh, from, uh, from console to, from camera to console. I always get like this. F F C C. It's like ghosts and goblins. Yes. <laughs> Ghouls uh, and, and his is all like, uh, like movie game music, or game movie, oh, okay. movie game. Yeah. And uh, like, I, I hope to take part as well. So, know. so how's it how's it work? Do you do you like make a video of the tape that you're going to send? Well, I, I'm I'm not going to make a video, but. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's it's pretty neat. It's it's like such a cool and fun idea, though. But that kind of got me thinking uh, last week about like what if a lot of people have asked before if like we would ever do like VHS tapes of of like our episodes, and you know mm -hmm. we have. I have 700 VHS tapes like sitting in my closet here. Probably more like 800. It's probably it's probably closer to 800. And you know, nothing's going to happen with those tapes unless I do something with it. So I was thinking like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if I like maybe started like a like an extra like like a Patreon tier that you know like every quarter or something like that you would get a VHS tape that has like. 90 minutes worth of episodes in, in VHS, on VHS. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'd have to, like, limit the amount of slots because I don't have unlimited time. Right. That's a fun idea, though. Yeah, it's just... I'm not sure exactly how I need... how I would do that. Uh, for the... Um, I'm gonna go the logistics. That. Yeah, for the logistics so that people, you know, wouldn't feel like, you know, the slots fill up too quickly. Or, uh, you know, everyone, everyone's able to get one. Well, just decide how how much of it is, uh, you know, how much would it need to bring in to be worth your time, you know? Well, yeah. How much, how much time are you willing to dedicate to it? Right. Right. I mean, that's really I mean, what comes You have to watch it the whole time, but, you know. But, I mean, I, 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 don't, I, can't, I can't make you know, a hundred tapes a month or every couple few months or something like yeah. that. Like I would want it to be like a quarterly thing, like, like every four months or something like that. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, Cause I know that Chris was talking about doing something like where he would make a mixtape for like a certain amount of people, but we had thought of like, just been like throwing around ideas. Like how could we, do merch like that that you know that everyone's able to get get one that wants one 
and uh, we're not sure exactly how to do it. We wouldn't want it to be like every month because we wouldn't be able to keep up with that. Right. Okay, so someone said try the the secondary weapon, but I'm not sure exactly where to use it yet. There's, uh, there was $2 from Thomas W. Thank you. Saying, uh, stream Gato Roboto. Gato Roboto? Is that the, is, the, is the that, robot is, from Chrono Trigger? Well, I mean, I, I, that, that's, that's the only robot Gato I know of. Because his name is Gato. And he has metal joints. That's right. If you beat him up. You'll win 15 silver points. <laughs> there was uh <laughs> there was uh, there was a remix of that like way back in the day. Did you ever, ever hear that one where like they actually had like different it was like it was one track, but they had like different styles. Uh like a like I don't remember, three or four different like styles of the song. And like one of them was like was like a rap version, I think, <laughs> you know. And then there was just you know more of like a my name is Gato, <laughs> I have metal joints, beat oh, me up I, and win fifteen silver points. Ah, I can't say. <laughs> Gato Roboto is well-known game from last year. Gato Roboto's a real good game. Uh, it sounds like we aren't paying enough attention, I guess. It's on Game Pass, a black and white Metroidvania. I am pretty sure I've oh, never heard of it. Where I am, so I'm the little okay. Let me let me look it up. All right, I was looking at the wrong thing on here. I thought I was like, I, I thought I was the waypoint. <laughs> Whoops. So someone said earlier, like, this is some the real good. The main character looks like a cat driving a various suit, which is kind of amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with this, but uh, the screenshots do look good. If it got a physical copy, I'd buy it. Oh, so A makes me roll too. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, I could... Someone said I could make the uh, the VHS tapes and just like use them as like a giveaway every once in a while, uh, which is is totally true. But I mean, if I was gonna do it, I would get like cases and stuff for them. Yeah. So that they're a little bit more presentable. But although I could just get like although you know just cardboard getting, sleeves just getting in, a, in a in a Maxell you know six hour tape or whatever cardboard box, you know, might have a certain appeal to it too, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I could make, uh, like, like end labels and stuff. Cause those are, oh, easy. You, you can make it like the, uh, you know, those, like, I, 
I, I, I mean, this is a joke that's been done a few times, I think, but I, I always think of, uh, like, I, I had a, a DVD version of Army of Darkness that was, like, the official bootleg, you know? It was, like, oh, right, the actual, yeah. like, disc and packaging was made to look like it was a bootleg, you know? Yeah. So just, like, lean full into the bootleg aesthetic. Except it's not. Every time this guy jumps, it sounds like he has hiccups. That's kind of annoying <laughs> me. He's like, <laughs> well, the I mean, some of the worst jump voice clips was uh, Trials of Mana. Like I, 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 I almost didn't put Angela in my party just because, like, she has one of her voice jump clips is just really annoying sounding. There's a, uh, there's a person who's been watching the backloggery streams lately mm -hmm. who goes by Matelo Enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I confirmed that that name comes from Matelo. <laughs> Yeah, he's a supernatural enthusiast. Yeah, but, but uh, this person is a Matelo enthusiast, which possibly by extension makes them a supernatural enthusiast or enthusiast. an enthusiast of, of supernatural enthusiasts. <laughs> I'm Matelo! I'm a ghost! I feel like I'm just going around in big circles that, here. I apologize. Did you use that clip in both oh, the yeah. Trials of Mana Adlib video and the end of the year video? Yeah, I feel like I had to, right? Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of other examples of bad voice that's acting stupid, in the game, right? but that's like one of the most obvious ones, I guess. You know, it's telling me exactly where I need to go. And I'm thinking, like, I got to use that gun. I was just re-watching the Mummy series. It's right here. I, I mean, I remember... The whole time. It's just I right remember there. the first two being fun enough movies, at least, you know. Oh. Back in their, back in yeah. their time, they were. I, I don't, like, were there, like, three or four of those... Uh, there's three of them. Early 2000s ones? Yeah, I mean, there was... Uh, there was and three then there of was them. Scorpion King. Right. Scorpion King was not. But and there were there was like seven Scorpion Kings or something like that. Wait, really? Yes. There there was like seven of them or something. Do they it, actually have all it, have Dwayne D Johnson in them? No. Only only the first one does. That's kind of insane. Yes. Well, so wait 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 though. The, I, if I remember right, what then the sec wasn't the second Mummy movie. The one that had the Scorpion King in it. But yes. then there was like a separate Scorpion King spinoff, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I never, I don't think I ever saw any of those. Right. The Scorpion but King saw... spinoff, there's like seven of those Scorpion King spinoffs. I, I, I saw. Uh, Scorpion King was, uh, was num mummy number two. Mummy number three was the, uh, the Jet Li one. Like the tomb of the dragon king or whatever i never saw that one 
That's I'm the one sure. where where Brendan Fraser and the one in the one photograph looks exactly like has uh has Leon Kennedy's RE2 jacket on. And he, it's like, <laughs> why don't they just they should have made a an or an RE4 version of Leon, uh, <laughs> like with with Brendan Fraser. Because it seems Aww. like he's actually probably who he was based on in a way. Yeah. Well, was two the one where like earlier in the movie they were like in London? There was like something happened at like a museum in London, I think. Or was that three? Uh, no, it's probably one and two has both of that. Uh, the first one is still like is really excellent. I think I just I just watched it. Uh, this past October again for the first time in a long time. Does it have like a lot of digital effects in it? Because I feel like they wouldn't. It does, that. but I mean, the it's it's very very successful at what it's trying to do, and it mm-hmm. it feels I mean, it feels more like an Indiana Jones movie than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull did, by a long <laughs> shot. Well, that kind of makes me want to rewatch it. Uh, it's on yeah, the Voodoo, of- so if you want to watch it, it's, I I think it's, I have the 4K version on there it's it's better than you remember it and he like throws a chair at a guy (laughs) and it like knocks him over it's kind of awesome from from the (laughs) other side of the room speaking of leon kennedy though like i was i think this maybe was a topic of discussion on the backloggery stream recently i can't i can't remember where this came up but i mean i was thinking lately about how like it's a bandolier awesome with the with the resident evil um the resident evil 4 remake you know it's there's like no way they're going to bring back leon's voice actor from from (laughs) the you know the version of resident evil 4 that currently exists right like i think that was the only one that he 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 might have done like Darkside Chronicles or something like that, but I feel like that's the only mainline game where that voice actor, what was it Paul Mercier or something, I think. I think that's the only one where he voiced Leon, and he was just, like, so good in that. Like, I feel like Shinji Mikami just has this real knack for, like, hitting this, like, great, like, cheesy b-movie <laughs> sort of tone that yeah. just works you know like and that's probably why it's silly for them to even try to to like really remake Ari i know like especially now i know? know like i mean i just I do feel like, veronica i mean i mean I'm, I'm sure it's going to be very good and you know i'm definitely gonna play it day one you know no matter what happens with it but like I, it's, it, there's just, there's no way that it's going to have the charm of the original because they're probably going to take it too seriously. I mean, you know, Resident Evil still has, uh, is is able to, you know, do great stuff and and not take itself seriously. I mean, really this, the series is, has been a, a bit of a renaissance, you know, in the past generation, but, um, but still, like I, I like the the tone that they struck with Resident Evil Four. I think is just lightning in a bottle. It's just, it's not. I don't. I don't. I don't think they're going to be able to 
to really nail that tone again. That was uh, $2 from Jonathan G. Thank you. Thank you. Saying, uh, anyone here seen Robot Jocks? My favorite B movie. I, I, I know of Robot Jocks, but I've, I've, I've never, never seen it. Uh, it's, it's about exactly what you think it's about. A, a robot named Jocks? No, it's about, like, Robot Jocks. Oh, like... Like, like sports, like sports, sports robots. Sports robots. <laughs> Isn't, I think that's what it's about. Are there, you know, I for some reason, Robot Jocks is, you know, it's an it's an older movie. But then there there was that Hugh Jackman movie that came out with like a is like another like called Real Steel about you know a robot boxer. He was a boxer, and the robot like mimics his boxing. It's like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Hugh Jackman. Hmm. Dustin Kramer says, says Capcom finish off the first person RE games with nine. Seems like they're doing going for three distinct trilogies with three distinct play styles. Hmm. I never thought of that, but that kind of does make. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It does make sense. Doesn't it? They got to like kind of reboot boot it every once in a while. I feel like I got to get a, either a, a wall hang or a, or a ledge hang or a double jump here pretty soon. It wouldn't be a Metroidvania without a, a double jump. Although, really, I, I kind of see four and five as being like one gameplay style, and six is kind of starts a new one. Like, uh, it, I mean, I would say and, that I I don't agree with that. I think that six is basically taking the four and five's play style as far as possible. I mean, as far as possible, but it's it's pretty fundamentally different. Uh, I mean, it. I mean, it has it's a, a lot, lot more being able to move and shoot like right. really changes a lot. The but it's still, it's still the same point of view, is what I mean. Different. Although, I mean, four and five do have pretty heavy melee elements, but the the melee stuff in six is actually super good. It's just that most people didn't know how it worked because the game doesn't explain it. But like the the stamina system and a, a lot of the core gameplay systems in six are actually pretty well thought out, but not really explicitly or clearly explained. And it, it definitely, you know, as Hattori Hanzo is saying, you know, they jumped the shark. Uh, it, it's definitely true. They they just they just threw everything at the wall and whether it's stuck or not, they did it. <laughs> I immediately roll right into that. We got our first boss. Oh. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, but I, I still like it overall, but yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. But like, I almost feel like Six is kind of closer to like what it's, like, I it, maybe it's like, like has evolved gameplay, but I, I think of it more of like the point of view. Yeah, but then you have like the remakes of two and three, and I since you can move and shoot in those, I almost feel like they are a uh, a refinement of uh, a vast refinement of Resident Evil Six. You know, right. Uh, sort I, of 
streamlining it and uh, and reeling it in a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, but yeah, I mean, still though, uh, you know, it's that's a it's still a good observation though. I, I I would be okay with them doing first person one more time. I mean, you know the. I, I thought the first person was fine. It's not what I would want to see the series be forever, but that was why I was really happy to see how they, you know, approach the remakes yeah. of two and three, especially two. I mean, three three's remake is not nearly as good, but, um, uh, but you know, still, still pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's cool that they've like done both first and third person styles in recent years and you know both have been very good um saw Urameshi say still want a, a Code Veronica remake and, yeah, and very here. much agree I mean that, they should be doing that right now instead of RE4 because, you know, I I definitely consider RE, I mean, Code Veronica to be a mainline game despite its lack of a number. And it is it is more in need of a remake than RE. Ooh, see, we got the uh, cling to ceilings by holding the uh, ZL button. I can, I can cling to ceilings. Uh, oh, EB Chill 2 uh, uh, sent uh, $5. Thank you. Saying uh, my uh, my twin three-year-old girls uh, kicked me off my 4K TV to play Lego Marvel. So I'm wa uh, watching you on my Sony CRT. Looks good. Have a great week. Well, <laughs> glad, uh, glad to know that uh, the stream uh, scales down to... Uh, 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 SD well enough. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm impressed that uh, your three year olds can uh, play Lego play Marvel. Lego Marvel. I mean, I, I know that the Lego games are pretty, pretty simplistic, but it sounds like uh, so sounds like they might have a good grasp of of the basics of of using a controller and stuff that's that's good yeah that's that's impressive i mean my six-year-old is still like struggling with it you know with him it's very much a i think he's just like afraid of, of failing at it and uh he'd rather have someone else do it <laughs> instead of figuring it out himself out himself you need to make them a backloggery page and just like put a few games on it and be like, these are, these are the games I want you to beat and you can't call, call to me for help. <laughs> I'll explain how to do things. Yeah. But you're going to have to, you're going to have to make these accomplishments on your own. It really sounds like he's hiccuping. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So you're you're not the same guy that got turned no. into a zombie, right? Right. I can't do that. I knew that was going to happen, but... <laughs> what? Justin Kramer just said, I watched my 40-year-old self rage quit Super Mario Brothers on home movies this weekend. I'm here to report that very little has changed. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, 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 uh... You sent me that a picture this morning of, of some tweet that had like I, I don't know if it was from a movie or something. Like at first I thought, is that ET? Because I haven't seen ET since forever. Uh -huh. Then I was like, oh wait, there wouldn't be an NES in ET. Uh, but there was like it looked like a shot from a movie, and there was but it, it was maybe just a photograph. Yeah. And it was you know like like an 80s like, kid in his bedroom. Just like a classic 80s kid photo playing the NES on his TV. And it had the 240p, well, the Genesis 240p test on the screen. But it was, it was, it was funny. I kept, I kept looking at it and laughing. You'd have to see it to understand why it was so funny, I yeah. guess. But it's just like... Like, what, would you have used the 240p test suite as a kid if if you had access to no. it? No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I I I might have. It, it might have spurred an early interest in that stuff. But at the same time, ah. like, it kind of makes you like step back and look at reality, and you know. You know, we're, we're putting all this detail into, you know, like, oh, you know, we got to, you know, have these FPGA replications of, you know, the exact way that composite video looked on various systems. And, uh, you know, if, at the end of the day, we all just start as kids just, just playing the games because we liked the games, you know? Yeah. You know, it didn't didn't have that much to do with anything else. You know, and oh, you know, got so shotgun. I'm just gonna step back and re remember that, but it's it's also important to. Uh, this, this game is like doling out the the power ups like fast and furious here. I'm kind of impressed. Uh, it's, it's nice. We were we were talking a couple of days ago. We had this guy come and uh, fix our furnace, or just like clean our furnace. Uh, we hadn't had our furnace, cl furnace clean since we like moved into this house, and uh, it desperately needed it. But this guy came down, and he's like in the basement here, and he's like, "Dude, what the hell do you do for work?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I'm like, well. Uh, so like, that, what's funny to me is he like, he like saw this stuff and like seemed to think that this must have had something to do with what you do and it wasn't just purely something that you just had like, well like, i mean it's there's so cameras and stuff down here but that, yes. that it couldn't that it couldn't have just been a hobby yeah <laughs> not a normal one anyway yeah but i mean it's a little it's a little embarrassing i guess in the moment but what it is what it is there was uh, five dollars from Un Un Unkono. Thank you. 
Uh, saying, I uh, just received my Retro Tink 2X Pro. Amazing magic. Now just need an M Classic. Recommend this setup if you don't like modding consoles like me. Well, that's great. I mean, that's, you know, I always, like, default to, you know, recommending, like, you know, from Retro Tink Mini on up, like, for, for the first, you know, is the first recommendation because, you know, most people probably aren't going to start off, you know, modding NES for uh, RGB and, uh, you know, doing something for PC Engine and, you know, all that, all that crazy. Or, or investing in RGB cables or, like, HD Retrovision cables for uh, all of their systems. Like, you know, you can get started with the cables you have. And it, like, composite looks a lot better, like a lot better, uh, than plugging directly into your TV. I, I um, for that article I wrote for uh, Wireframe Magazine, which has, that's going to be the issue that comes out a, uh, a, a April 1st. Um, uh, it, uh, I, I, you know, I took some off-screen pictures of, you know, Super Nintendo composite plugged directly into a CRT. There's definitely some sh there's some shimmer going on here. I'm seeing it, like in yeah, in in the vertical movement here in the rocks. Just just throwing that out there. Just so we know. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, uh, I I, I took a off-screen picture of composite. Super Nintendo on a CRT, composite Super Nintendo on an HD TV. Or actually it was my 4K TV. Um and then composite Super Nintendo through the RetroTink and then the uh, the RetroTink Mini specifically. And then the RetroTink Mini comes with a Super Nintendo S video cable. Um so then I did Super Nintendo through that. So like just by buying like the RetroTink Mini, like the you know the the bottom you know, sort of like like the the lowest entry, the lowest priced entry level thing that I like recommend. Um, you know, you're you're always already getting this like huge comp composite jump. Like it's yeah, it, it, it's a really. I mean, if, if you saw the the pictures, it's you know, it's it's kind of shocking the the difference between just simply handling composite video and treating it like a video game, you know, mm -hmm. rather than treating it like video or, or whatever. This. Like it, it's just, it's a huge, huge, right. huge difference. Can you look, look up how much, how, how long this is on, on how long to beat? I can't. I'm pretty surprised. It seems like it's, it's moving at a pretty uh, brisk pace, which I like. AV Famicom to RGB or AVS? Um, I mean, it, it totally depends on, you know, how much you want, you know, to feel like you're playing on original hardware. Um, uh, you know, versus, and whether you want to play on a CRT. I mean, remember that AVS is only HDMI. It's only 720p, but it, it's it's good 720p because if it's if it's 
got up-to-date firmware, uh, you have the interpolation, which is something that the original NT Mini cannot do. Um, but the Noir can, of course. But Noir is a lot more expensive and, you know, <laughs> not for sale anymore. Uh, the AVS is just a, is profoundly practical. It is... Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a really neat and practical device. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I definitely recommend it for Thanks. using, uh, so, if you uh, like using your cartridges. Try Friday is saying it's about six to eight hours. That's pretty short. That's a nice length. You were yeah. thinking about playing uh blaster master zero two at first. Yeah. Yeah, you asked. I, I, I think, I think you're, you're feeling maybe not so into it anymore when you asked me how long it was, and, and I, so it was like ten to eleven hours. I mean, that's, and, and that's totally fine. I, because right, they, it, you know, you saw. Did you see that they announced that three is coming out? Uh, oh no, I didn't. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of amazing. That uh, yeah, it's like completing the trilogy, I guess. The, the second game kind of ends with a cliffhanger, mm -hmm. but I, I kind of assumed that was leading more into Blaster Master blasting again. Oh, no. This, it's, unless this is going to be a re-envisioning of blasting again, which is possible. It'd be interesting. Um, That's cool, though. I, I, I kind of unabashedly love blasting again. <laughs> Ooh, I got one of 50 relics. Yeah, there's, I think there's a, like they're in, like there's going to be a version that has all three games on one disc or something like that, like a trilogy disc. Interesting. No, I can, was that announced recently? I, I completely missed I that. I think it was announced on Friday, maybe. I think it was on Friday. What do we got here? We got another bandolier. Oh, the, I mean, I, I actually went to how long to beat. It, it, does, it, it looks like, yeah, I mean, it looks like it could be even be as short as five-ish hours. The, the average, like, completionist time, like, actually only goes to, like, seven-ish hours. Okay. So it's, it's, like, maybe not that hard to 100% everything. Yeah, who is the radio buddy guy? It looks like maybe he was like played by Russell Crowe in the movies. It is Russell Crowe. Yeah. Okay, that's what I assumed. He he was like he he's uh he's Doctor Jekyll. Oh, uh, okay. And he was in and the he, Mummy. Yeah, he's he's the leader of Prodigium. I see. And uh, he like has to keep Mister Hyde in check by by injecting himself periodically. And they just kind of allude to it a little bit. It's just like sprinkled. Well, I mean, Mr. Hyde does come out at some point. Oh, okay. I mean, the, 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 the core ideas were fun, you know, make this interconnected universal movies. Yeah. Universe is a fun idea. They have the basics, but the movie itself was not good. <laughs> Oh, we got uh, $5 from Mega X6. Oh, 
thank you. Uh, saying uh, you two and the happy console gamer makes Sundays fun. Oh, does he uh, stream? Yeah. No, he, he, his new episodes always come out on Sundays. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, thank you. I mean, you know, we... Uh, I, I do like how consistent we are, you know, on, on Sundays. On Sundays, you yeah. Know, it, it always feels know. good it, just to play some games on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Although, always, I mean, always, there are some that would say that, that the Sunday night stream is just like, it's a, it's a, it's a cheap thing to do. It's a cheap grab. What did that guy say that one time? It's like a cheap grab at, like, uh, creating content without actually like doing anything or something like that the way he like put it if that makes sense remember yeah. that i forgot yeah. what he said it's like that's not not even the point yes exactly if, if we wanted to be a cheap way to make content we wouldn't un we wouldn't unlist we, we everything would, we wouldn't unlist the streams yeah but we are are publicly available in the in the public playlist but you know we would like be positioning them as actual content yeah <laughs> uh and we got 20 dollars from jonathan henson thank, thank you thank you saying uh can't think of a better way to finish my birthday evening than with Corey, mark and the entire m league family <laughs> thank you guys and to everyone in the discord and live stream for making my past year a little better well Jeez, thank, thank you. you we happy birthday you know, we, we haven't we haven't uh gotten out as many episodes over the past year as we would have liked to have but you know we, we we like to to be a little bit of consistent normalcy you know normalcy yeah normalcy I, yes exactly exactly uh you know but I mean? happy birthday yeah happy birthday thank you my uh my most recent birthday was also on a sunday that was uh, that was when um, I think I think you were traveling uh, either to or from your mom's place. Yeah, I think probably two because you had Duke on, right? Did you have Duke on? I had Duke on, and we played uh, Lost Kingdoms, yeah. and and then I and then I played Animal Crossing to see what happened on uh, on my uh, birthday and uh... that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. That was, I want to say that was the, was that? That was the same day or the same day as the, was... or the release of the IPS Game Boy. Right, IPS it was, screen. I think it was the day after, I think, I think it released that on the 22nd, August 22nd. Yeah, or I feel like it was the same day, but maybe I, I can't maybe. remember. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Whew. Man, that that video really took it out of me. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a frustrating video. You know, it's and it, but if you look at the numbers on it, like it's it's since done pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm was... I'm still like completely blown away by. By how long that marathon, that Genesis, the Sega marathon video do, did, just like read like the 16 episodes, hmm. like it almost has more views than the uh, NT Mini Noir video. That's that's pretty wacky. Yeah, 
you know, some people like comment on it without, I think, really thinking about what it is or understanding what that video is. Cause they're just like four hour video, you know, or, or like, you know, just expressing some surprise at, at the link. And it's like, well, I mean, you know, it's just a compilation. Yeah. That's that's interesting though. It's too bad more people didn't watch the the how to beat compilation. Yeah, well, but I mean, I guess that that one basically did about as well as I was expecting it to. See, I think that oh, I'm gonna we get Nop Top in the chat. Ah. Oh. Asking uh, Corey, when are you gonna do a game room tour? Uh, soon. Soon. I'll do that after. Uh, probably might be my next video after the Mister video. And I and you know, like I'm I'm excited to do it. Uh, I gotta. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to do I, too. I mean, I keep on like adding little things to it that I'm happy that I haven't. Oops. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, that I haven't done the tour yet. Uh, you know, I have the drop ceiling down in here, and uh, I just ordered some like a couple of new tiles that are uh, uh, like acoustic paneling and are like softer and they won't cause like a, a mess or anything like that. I don't, I have no idea what the artifact that I just got was. I was not paying attention, totally missed it. Hang on. Oh, my run in speed increased. Uh, but I, I'm gonna swap out the tiles like slowly over time, but I got some like matte black ones to go like above where my TV is. So I can kind of make it more like almost theatrical a little bit, but we'll see. I mean, every time I'm like close to doing it or I, every time I add something to the, to the room down here, I say, I'm glad I didn't do my tour yet. I pick up more speed um, if I. Oh, look at this. There were some people asking for a little clarity on what, you know, what the, the what this game is, and you know, is you know, is it a tie-in or whatever? And, and yeah, people were explaining that in the chat that it's, uh, it's a, you know, it it, it is a movie tie-in based on that. But like, uh, I I I see. Uh, stuff Jason does says movie IP makes it unattractive, but like, I, I kind of disagree in the sense that like, it's fun that like, this is, you know, the best thing that came out of a flop of a movie, like yeah. something about yeah. something about the idea of that makes this feel unique. Whereas, you know, it, it would have been just another Metroidvania otherwise. And I've, <laughs> I, I almost feel like it's more interesting being based on a flop of a movie. I, I, I suspect this was not, you know, th there's people wondering if, if, you know, the, 
the movie license was shoehorned into it and that the, this like start off as another game. I, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. I, I strongly suspect it was developed from the ground up to be a time because I mean, that that is a big part of way forwards business. Uh, right. You know, I, I don't think from? it's much in recent years, maybe. But, um, you know, traditionally, uh, they, they did a lot of licensed games, um, you know, kind of similar to how, uh, treasure was, uh, at times, like, you know, they start off, you know, with like McDonald's treasure land adventure and, uh, they did yeah. like after boy and some other stuff. Um, you know, the, like Astro Boy on the on the Game Boy Advance is really good. Yeah, I, I kind of want it, but it's expensive, yeah, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's expensive now. Yeah, really good soundtrack on that one, from what I played at least. But I mean, you know, I guess they did something similar with like Alien Infestation. Right, right. I mean, they... and, uh, honestly, I was I think I just talked Dustin into buying it a while back is the uh, the way forward uh, Thor game on the DS is really good. Yeah, Th Thor God of Thunder. Did you buy that? Did I talk you into no, buying that? You saw it at the at the flea market here. And I told and I told you to get it, right? Well, yeah, but there was no one manning that booth that day. That's right. I, you know, I haven't Ooh, been I back the... since. It might still be there. Uh, oh, I got the incendiary grenade. Ooh, look at that. Why use anything else once I have that? But yeah, uh, the Thor game is, is really good. God of, God of Thunder. It's a, uh, I dare say that it's a hidden gem. <laughs> I played that on the bus to and from Magfest Fest one year. Really? Yeah. I don't even remember you taking the bus to Magfest. Oh yeah, I took the bus a whole bunch of times. Like the first, every time I lived in New York, I took the bus. Do it. Wow. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know why I just randomly thought of this. Um, have, you, have you ever booted up? Um, I'm not sure which one it was exactly. Um, I, I don't think it was two. I think it was like a special version of, of Legend of Xanadu 1 on PC Engine CD. Uh, I haven't. I've you know, Falcom game. Right. Uh, if, if you ever uh, if you ever booted that up, it no, uh, it's got like the funkiest, weirdest title screen music. Ever. <laughs> it uh, uh, I, <laughs> I I didn't really cut to the music. I mean, it's, it's faintly in the background, but like I, I randomly booted that up yesterday when I was uh, working on a certain segment in the um, in the in the Analog Frontiers Part 3. 
Just use a little clip. Of the, the title screen's like really awesome, but it's like it's such funky music. You know, the you know I don't I don't know if people are aware of this. There's a um, there's a little section in um, Analog Frontiers Part Three that like I, I feel will be like a good metric for like whether you think like preservation is interesting or you just don't care just let me i just want to play games for free you know yeah like this stuff doesn't matter like the 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 minutiae of it is not important um you know i just thought it was a really interesting example um of you know the p the pc engine yuv pattern um, oh right the, right Akimio and Risha and several other people uh, worked on last year. So for, for those who aren't aware, um, you know, kind of similar to how the um, the NES picture, picture processing unit, you know, only generates YUV colors. Like those colors do not have RGB values assigned to them. So, uh, unless you're playing like a Play Choice 10, where they do, but those colors are wildly different from actual NES YUV colors. So, like from the very beginning, NES emulation has taken this into account that you need palettes. And sometimes those palettes are, you know, subjectively interpreted or, or, or made with some. Uh, more uh, rigorous criteria. And, you know, people are still working on NES Palace today. But turns out, like, the PC Engine, like, people either didn't, just didn't know or didn't care that even though the, the PC Engine does generate RGB, as we know, it, you can use RGB from the back. Um, but, of course, that was never officially supported. Um, and it uses YUV values that are also generated by its, you know, its, its picture processing unit. And they are pretty different. Not as different as like NES YUV versus PlayChoice 10 or anything like that, but they're, they're different. Um, and, you know, what one common example is, is shown in Startling Odyssey 2 where there's actually, it almost looks like there's one less gradient uh in the sky and one of the battle backgrounds because the colors are so close that they're almost identical right in rgb and if you're playing on composite video you can clearly see they're they're different now that's kind of an outlier situation um you know and the the fact of the matter is, yes, there are like those two blue values that are practically identical. So, you know, you are losing some detail in that sense. But in general, the colors are just, they are different. You know, skin tones look, a, uh, if you look at, uh, you know, this new palette that is on Mr. And it's the default on Mr. Um, you know, it just, you can, if you go into colors, it says either original or... Um, <laughs> raw RGB and original is is based on the YUV colors. You know, mm -hmm. it's 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 YUV converted into RGB basically. Um, <coughs> I have a box. 
And I just think it's really interesting. You know, skin tones look a lot more natural. Uh, sand looks more like sand rather than just, you know, bright yellow, stuff like that. Um, so it's really interesting. You know, it, it, it's as far as I know, stuff like Super Nintendo and Genesis, like, it doesn't really apply as much Whoa. because I, I, I'm not positive on this, but I, I, I suspect that, uh, that the composite is derived from RGB in those cases. I'm not positive, but I, I suspect that must be the case. Um, whereas, you know, in the case of the PC Engine, RGB and YUV are both made by the system. Uh, but it's just that they are different, and YUV is the ones, the one that obviously, like the artists, you know, base their color choices on. So it's interesting. Like not even that. Um, I don't know why I'm having that time of the year. But, um, but it, but as far as I know, it's only officially supported in, in Mister. I think there's ways to like you like import it into Mednafin, but it's not like I, I don't think just like natively offered. I don't think. I mean, it's kind of sad, but Artemio said that there was kind of a. Uh, a lack of interest and in, you know adopting it in, in other places which which made me sad because I think it's I think it's fascinating. I mean it essentially makes it so that Mr. can present more authentic colors over HDMI than you could than you could get with uh an RGB mod on actual system. I, I I wonder if it's possible to make an RGB mod that uses the YUV colors. I I, I would be super interesting. I feel like this is like not that hard, and I'm just being really careless. <laughs> Kevin Nunes says. Uh, tries button issues with Axiom Verge reminds me of the Mega Man collection on GameCube where jump and shoot were reverse. Uh, I had to trade it in for the PS2 version instead where it played right, yeah? I mean, I was luckily aware of that issue uh, before I bought it, and I did buy the PS2 version. But, you know, I if I didn't know that, I likely would have bought the GameCube version as well because I, like, I defaulted to GameCube in those days uh, usually. I'm gonna die. Being silly here. I must be way behind because you don't look like you're about to die. I'm. I'm. Well. I'm just being real careless. What do we think of the new Retron Game Boy console? I've seen a couple of people ask us about that recently. Honestly, I've, I haven't looked into it at all. Um, I mean, I, I assume it's, you know, emulation based, um, which is which is fine and interesting. I, I don't know <laughs> what that's kind of interesting. So when hang on. 
What happens here? Oh, interesting. So that's kind of interesting. If you die, you're the agent that you're playing as. Oh. Uh, you're, you're like a different agent. And then you got to kill him to get all oh. of his like, equipment back. So it's like, um, it's like, um, zombie U. Oh, okay. I guess that's, I, I haven't played that. Oh, you should play it. It's really good. I do have it. Yeah. It's re it's really good. I know there's like, I think there's like PS4 and Xbox one versions of it now, but like, I feel like part of the, I mean, the game was very much designed around the experience of using the game pad because you like your character, like actually like crouches when you like go into your inventory on the game pad. Right. Right. Yeah. And like, Part of the idea is like you can't you're not, you can't see what's in front of you. You can't really like see what's going on around you. So it's like it's like part of the experience. Like it, it's a it's really really good. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's like the only Ubisoft game I cared about last in the past generation. <laughs> So, did, I mean, you haven't had a chance to go back and fight yourself, have you? I, yeah, I did already. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I, it was I didn't just like in the next screen. Oh, I guess if you die on a boss, they put the zombie on the previous screen. Yeah. That's that's fun. I'm sure that was inspired by Zombie U. Yeah. Although, you know, Zombie U is actually based on a older game called Zombie that I, I don't know much about. I think it's maybe a PC game. I don't, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's probably not that uncommon of an idea in like roguelike type games, I guess. But it, I mean, it's, it's cool because like you, you know, unlike this where like all the soldiers look the same, like in that, like you actually wake up as like a different character. Oh, like, really? and they, yeah, I mean, they're, they're like, you know, like they, you know, I mean, might be a male character. It might be a female character. They look all kinds of different ways. Like it's, it's just totally random. What type of character you're playing. With. And then, you know, they drop their stuff and you, you get back to where they were and, uh, you know, you can, you can get their stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, and sometimes you don't, and you know, you don't, you don't, you don't get all the goodies, but you know, the game is still, still very beatable without, you know, if you, even if you fail at that, but it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's a really, really cool game. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a similar concept to Shovel Knight or Dark Souls, but um, the, the idea that you are actually a different person altogether is, is very similar to Zombie U. Oof. 
It's just they take it takes so many hits. And I act impatient with it. Impatient. Unpatient. <laughs> So do you not even have like the like ability to hang to the ceiling and stuff like that? Well, I did. You... Yeah, I, I guess not. I don't know how that would really work in the long run. Yeah, it almost seems like you could get stuck if you weren't careful, but I'm sure they have fail safes against it. Yeah. slide a little bit when you turn around. I slid into the, the water. Yep. I said unpatient. It's like not even a... <laughs> uh, someone was asking what game this is. This is The Mummy Demastered. I assume it's displayed in the title somewhere. Oh, come on! Okay, well, I guess we see what happens here. Where I fight this guy without <laughs> this, like, my, uh, he just. Oh, so you do have this feeling grabbing. Oh, yeah. But I wonder if I, hopefully I don't, like, lose everything. It would be well, funny if I. Oh, I mean, what? What do you not have right now? Uh, like my energy tanks, I guess, and my weapons. Well, <laughs> try not to die. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you could load the game, I guess, if you're if you were nervous about it. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm curious to see. What happens? I think it might save your does game. The game auto save though. I think it auto saves. I think it does too. Because I, 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 I'm pretty sure I've seen an auto save icon the lower left. I mean, it just takes so many shots. It's like kind of obnoxious. Rodark One seems to be assuring you that you won't lose your weapons. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, because the zombie will still be there, I assume. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm just legit trying because I think it'd be fun to beat him with this way, but it's not going to happen.
they're not doing too bad. Honestly, but... Yeah? I like the the uh, Super Metroid esque uh, shading, like the the color the the coloring seems very similar when uh, the boss is lower on health. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It becomes this sort of puke green. <laughs> And becomes the more, more turns red. red. Oh, Rodark one says there will actually be two zombies. Yeah, I see, and they're just right on top of each other. There, there has to be a limit, though, of like how many can spawn. Yeah, I assume there is. It'd be great if I didn't have to sit through her talking every time. Oh, they're overlapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. I saw somebody just mentioned on Twitter, I saw it pop up on my phone over there about the acoustic tiles. And uh, if you give me a second, I will. I beat this boss, I will let you know. Oh, they're, they're, they're not the they're, ceiling tiles. Yeah, the the acoustic ceiling tiles. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not like cheap. Uh, I mean, that's why like it's gonna be a long process of doing it. Uh, it's like 160 dollars for 10 of them. So you you only bought ten to start with? Yeah. Exactly. It's like sound solate or something like that. Sound solate. They're just like they're on Amazon. I mean, it's not that bad, it just takes a long time. Yeah, Quite frankly, it takes too long. I feel like they should feel bad. <laughs> it takes well, there was uh, a $1 pledge on Patreon from Apollo uh -huh. uh, Texaria. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's not, it's not Rockwell. It's like, it's like... I'm pretty sure it's like Sound Solate or something like that, or it's like a weird name. It's very similar to that. Well, I think ro rock wool is more just. It's like, like the material. A, like I used to, I made material. like sound panels uh, out of rock wool before. 
But these these are like tiles to replace uh, drop ceiling. Jeez, come on. And and a big part of your hope is that it's not gonna flake down it, dust like. Yeah. Like your existing ones. Oh, and then <laughs> I guess uh, the the that same pledge was up to two dollars. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll know if uh, he's watching the stream, but uh, thank you. Do I? Like, it's yeah. like. It should not be taking this long. Like, it's. Do the uh, do the little fireballs? Yes. When they hurt you too? Yeah. Not the tiny ones, but like. He's so red. You got it. You, you just believe. You gotta believe. There, finally. Jeez. Let me just find out what these are called here. Hang on, let me just pause. I feel like I, I've already... Uh, um, uh, yeah, sounds too late, sounds absor absorption, absorbing uh, drop ceiling tiles. If you're still in the chat, that is them. So I, I have no idea what to expect. I'm hoping that they're going to be good. I've had them in my wish list, you know, kind of eyeing them for a long time. So, so you haven't installed them yet? No, they haven't come yet. It was, oh. it's, it's like it was going to take like, like they're not going to Oh, be they look like really like dense and solid. Right, but they you can bend them and stuff. They'll go up in the ceiling easy. I just can't put anything on them. I can't, like, you know, lay anything on Like, I can put, like, there will be some cables going across them, but those are just, like, in between the, uh, like, the metal that holds up the tiles anyways. It's not going to put a lot of weight on them. Well, it says it usually ships within one to three weeks. Right. This is how we're gonna do things here. This is like, now I gotta be terrified of like dying before I make it to the, the save. Oh, it has, it has a, a key for undead agent on the map. Oh, cool. So if you, that's interesting. So it helps you find your yeah. body if you can't. I'm a little bummed I didn't get a new power-up. Is there gonna be a safe spot in here? Just give me a safe spot, please. I feel like if I keep on going up here, 
I know it is. It's expensive. I have no idea if they if they suck. Like I'm, you know, I decided I'm gonna eat the cost and see what happens. <laughs> you won't get any more. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the, that'll be that. And you know, if they if they're not great, at least it'll be the stuff that's like above my systems and stuff that will prevent the dust and everything from. Unless something else flakes off of them. I, well, I think that they're just like matte black, and there's it's just like a. I don't think there will be anything else that flakes off of them. I don't think yeah. it's... Like I said last week, I, the, or whenever we were talking about, the, the Series X is what I'd be worried about. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's the reason... You've got those massive holes on the top for all kinds of dust to get inside. Right. I, just, I really need grenades here. Give me some grenades. I just need one grenade so I can blow open that wooden panel at the top here. Maybe there's some in this sign, these signs here. Oh, there we go. Oh, was, uh, I see Henry Clark is playing Mischief Makers. Was that chosen as the, the game club game of the oh, month? Oh, was it? Because... I was thinking about so playing that you tonight. Stream that next time it's your turn. Yes, I will. I was going to do it tonight at one point. I was thinking about although, it. Although, ironically, I mean, I don't know if people would be annoyed by N64 games two weeks in a row, but I haven't even opened this packet, so I haven't even looked at it. I get one of the those uh, those Ephraim packs came back in stock. And uh, I'm, I'm from that eBay store. Mm -hmm. So I got one and I, I was actually really surprised that it actually, I, I, I wasn't expecting this. I, I must have not looked at the listing that like an official, It's just an, an official uh, memory pack? No, well, it, 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 this is 3D printed. It comes oh, okay. in a 3D printed shell. Which, you know, I mean, doesn't look like amazing, but it's functional. I mean, it's, it's nice because I don't have like a spare shell to put it in. Yeah, what does that, what does that smell like? Does smell good? Can you eat it? Mmm. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah? No, you can't, can't eat it, Sam. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm expecting them to at least work to like not fall apart or cause a mess. The uh, the sound tiles, if they do absorb a little sound, like that'd be cool. But <laughs> you know, yeah, the the main goal is to not get dust falling on your system. Yeah, and I I mean, like I I get up in the ceiling a little bit above the uh, the tiles every once in a while, you know, just to move stuff around if I need to, like the, uh, like if I just need to get to, like move some wires or something, and so, uh, it'd be nice not to have, make a mess every time. You know, people were saying, you know, based on 
what they saw about these uh, flash RAM packs. The, the, the PCB is not beveled. Mm-hmm. And you know, they were saying, well, get out the, get out the sandpaper. Right. And like, is that, is that like really okay to do? Yeah. I mean, as long as you're super careful with it. Yeah. Just like do it a little bit. You can just, you don't have to do it a ton. Because I mean, the metal contacts are pretty much right up to the edge. I mean, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't like scrape at it like really fast or anything like that. I do. Yeah. Just a little bit. What, I mean, you, I, I've got like, I've got like a fine grit and a, a coarser grit. Like which one would. I just, I try like a fine grit, just like a little bit. But grit. I mean, if you're just going to put it in your controller and like leave it, it, it shouldn't be. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, I, I don't really, I mean, I don't know if I'm going, I don't know if I'm going to use it as my main one yet. Like I was, I was thinking like next week I'll pick a game that, you know, I haven't beaten yet a game that uses the controller pack for saves, mm-hmm. you know, just as an experiment, you know, to, to test it out or heck, maybe I'll play something I've already beaten like going on or something. Just yeah. I love it. Um, I got some Resident Evil dogs here. Oh. Straight up. Zane's dad says sharpening stone works better than sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell if this is a, a dad joke. <laughs> uh... <laughs> On, on something totally unrelated, I saw some people ask like if we'd ever cover the uh, the Sadiator. I'm more concerned about if there's going to be people showing up in our our comments saying that we say Sadiator that I that I specifically say Sadiator wrong. I don't know if you watch the uh, is that a Satiator? Because uh, uh, GameSack did a video review of this of the of the Sadiator today, and a while back he says, "How do you say it?" I said, you know, it's probably satiator, but I, I say satiator because it seems like that seems more correct to me. But I can't, I don't know for sure. And like straight in the video, straight up at the beginning, he's like, "Is it satiator or satiator?" You know, I'm gonna say satiator because that's how my life in gaming says it. <laughs> <laughs> so if like like straight up, just you know, if, if, so basically saying if you know if he's saying it wrong, it's it's because of because of me well i think the funniest thing like to really annoy people would be if both of us are in the video and i say satiator and you say satiator yeah i mean i i'm okay with that but i mean <laughs> i just think this you know it's i always said satiator because it's on the saturn Oh, apparently this was not a dad joke. Just gives you more control than uh, paper gives you, right? I mean, I don't know how expensive such a thing is and if I would ever have use for such a thing after filing down this PCB. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was uh, $10 from Joshua Helmicky. Thank you. Saying, uh, Corey, don't expect the sound house to completely remove the acoustic of acoustics of your room. They dampen the acoustic effect of sound. That's 
why why they are used in audio recording. I mean, that's basically what I want. I mean, I think th- well, I think that my my acoustics in, in my room like sound it's they're already sounding pretty good. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if they maybe dampened a little bit of the sound coming from the living room, like this directly above me, from like the TV when people are watching the TV up there and stuff like that. Yeah. So it might, but I mean, the main reason is just to, I wanted something that would not not flake, but also add like kind of a cool like matte black uh, aesthetic to the ceiling, you know, and things that I can uh, remove easily yeah. if I need to get up there and it won't cause a lot of, won't cause a mess. I mean, you know, th- th- there is a, you know, a, a point in not making uh, it sound like, like totally dead. Yeah. No, no, no life to it. You know, if, if everything, if, if you're just like recording, like inside, you know, uh, a mass of wool. <laughs> right. You know, that, that can sound a little weird for sure. There yeah. It's, it's got to sound like my environment. Yeah. There was uh, one Australian dollars, I believe, from from PSS with no message, but thank uh-huh. you. Thank you. I bet I'm going to get a ledge grab here pretty soon. <laughs> there was a uh, 499 from Jepacondyle. Uh, uh, Jep- Jep- <laughs> uh, thank you. Saying uh, "Sadiator" for the win. Uh, I, 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 I still, uh, I still love uh, John Linneman's uh, term for the the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. Is is the the Xbox One Sad? <laughs> <laughs> Xbox One Sad. I wouldn't be sad if I couldn't use physical games with it. There was another from PSS. I'm not sure if you're like maybe trying to include a message that's not going through or something. If if um if you are trying to include a message, just uh type it in the chat and I'll I'll try to keep an eye out for it. But thank you either way. In, in, in the meantime, I'm, I'm going to grab a screwdriver real quick because I just, I just want to open up this memory pack. So it's not even a double jump. It's just a, just a high jump. Uh, gaming Blows, I totally understand what you mean. You know, like uh, Metroidvania style stuff is is so oversaturated at this point at this point and uh there's a reason why i've not played a good amount of them but i'm kind of appreciating the simplicity of this one yeah i mean it, i still consider it you know a fantastic genre it you know but like ever since like Shadow Complex came out. Like yes. every in, 
developer after that just like has to make their own love letter to Super Metroid, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, so the the market has become very saturated. Yes. Uh, since then. I do feel like I'm just, it's just moving very quickly. I am going to open up. I saw, I saw someone say, hasn't, hasn't anybody asked Professor Abrasive how to say it? And you know, honestly, that'd be the smart thing to do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, did, did he have the name for it when he did that initial video? I don't know. I, I mean, probably. I mean, I'm sure that we just like a little bit of, like, honestly, probably 10 minutes of research. Not even 10 minutes, like three minutes of research I could find the, the correct way to say it. But maybe it's like one of those, it, it might be own. one of those 8-bit do, 8-bit, 8-bit do things. Yeah, that now that one is weird because I am convinced. I mean, I said eight bit do because you know that's that just seemed right at yeah. first, and then when someone said, "Oh, it's actually based on Nintendo," yeah, I'm like, "Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense." And even though it sounded weird to me at first, I started saying eight bit do. But then, but now, they probably said eight bit do, but or eight bit do, and then people. People are like, more like 8-bit poo. <laughs> well, but then they actually like came out and officially said that it's 8-bit doo. And I'm sure that's because like, I mean, they kind of had some trouble with Nintendo. Oh, uh, maybe. Because, uh, you know, they had to change the design of their Super Nintendo controllers because they were like basically identical to a real Super Nintendo. And uh, like it's, it's they, they had some trouble with brain. Nintendo, so I suspect just to not draw Nintendo's ire, that's why they now have been officially saying that it's 8-bit do. But I get, I bet you anything it was conceived of as a homage to Nintendo, and they just don't want to admit it now. So this is like a ultra simple PCB. I mean, it's It's an FRAM chip with like three tiny capacitors. A FRAM chip. A FRAM chip. Two two hundred and fifty-six kilobytes. I I have no idea how much space uh, an N sixty-four save uses. What do we got here? Oh, we got C4. C4. Here we go. Oh. But yeah, I mean, I, you can put it in a real thing, but I'm, I'm glad it came with this 3D printed one. I bet I can blow open those walls now. So yeah, I, I I don't know that much about using this. 
Like it. Oh, cool. Is that is that more or less or the or or is is it the same as a real N sixty four? Is is that the same amount as a real N? I mean, that sounds like a really small amount. I I don't know what an actual. It N64 should be the same is. amount. I'm guessing. Because if it wasn't the same amount, then it would probably like cause compatibility issues, right? Yeah. It's freaking brains. Brains. It's it, in some ways it's surprising to me that there are like newly available ram chips that small <laughs> i think i saw someone on our discord say that the uh expansion pack for the n64 is getting really expensive now that's that's kind of bad because i've been i've been putting i've been putting off getting more of those for too long how much is it i have no idea i didn't realize that apparently xenosaga uh torna the, the Torna game is like expensive now too. Oh yeah? Yeah. All this stuff is going up in price. Oh, see, I bet I can blow this up. Uh, so a couple of donations, I feel like. There we go. Where are they? I see the one from Zoom Dust, but I feel like there was another one. Uh, oh, I think there was one from Warren Hokie. Was indeed. Scored an Xbox Series X this week. What's the most visually stunning game I can play on? Well, congratulations. Um, and I'm not really sure. Panzer uh, Dragon Orda. <laughs> it, it does look freaking amazing. <laughs> if you if you I haven't mean, played it, I mean, you should just buy it off the the store. It, uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, it doesn't get much better than that. Oh, did I say did know? I say Xenosaga Torna? I guess I must have said Xenosaga. Oh. You know, if you played, what if I said Xenogears Torna? The Lost, whatever it is, the Lost Odyssey or something. I don't know, um, the Lost Continent or something. But, but, you know, to be perfectly honest, I've, like, not played through anything, like, new on my Series X yet. I mean, I, I think the medium is the only, like, generation-exclusive game on it, um, which I haven't played yet. I, I, I don't think that's, like, supposed to be, like, the most, like, amazing-looking game ever, but the... Uh, the dual view setup is actually, you know, kind of difficult to render. Visual Foundry did a really good uh, uh, breakdown of it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I have not <laughs> tried Torn of the Golden Country. I was saying Xenoblade, the Torn of the Lost, the Lost, <laughs> lost Continent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It shows you how much like. I really think about it. <laughs> um, I I want to I want to 
did, did the did the patch for control go up yet? For some reason, like the digital version of the next gen control patch went up before the physical ultimate edition one. So I actually haven't seen it yet. I need to check if that if that patch has gone up yet, though. I, I really do want to see that. I think, you know, that that game, I guess, is supposed to make some really nice use of ray tracing and stuff. I, I kind of bought that when the Ultimate Edition came out, thinking that would be like, oh, that'll be like my Series X launch game. Right. Like the patch wasn't even available until this year <laughs> for for control. Xenoblade <laughs> uh, 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. That's, that's uh, like City, was... That was like City Slickers 2, wasn't it? The Legend of Curly's there, Gold. There was um, also $5 from Zoomdust. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, saying you guys gained in on the GameStop squeeze. No, I wish that I, I had like early on, but you know, now it's like way, way too late. I know that's like going. It's been going way back up again. I mean, I haven't. Uh, I haven't heard next anything. Next time, I mean, I. I, I should have. I thought about it, but you know, like my favorite, like one of my favorite things to do is like buy stuff like that and like forget about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> forget about it. Basically, forget about it, and then it's like, oh, it's pleasantly worth it, worth something now. Uh, I, 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 I cannot imagine, like, getting any enjoyment out of how, I mean, I can imagine, like, I can, I can understand, like, how people get enjoyment out of, like, managing their own stock stuff, but. Yeah. This is even, like, you don't even have to do anything. You just, like, uh, buy it with this, like, really easy to it's really easy to buy using this program and then yeah but like still like I, i'm not even talking about how easy it is to do or not like i'm just saying like but i mean what if what if you would it be it might be easy and like or not might be uninteresting to do but what if you could you know put in like you know two hours of effort to just like do it and then turn like like 10 bucks into you know, a thousand bucks would it be? It would probably be worth it then, wouldn't it? It it just sounds really stressful to me. I mean, I don't. Well, I, you well, know, I, I mean, don't, that's the thing. Like, you wouldn't even have I, to do I, anything. I am. You know, I'm not a. I, I'm. I'm not a. I'm not a risk taker. I don't. I don't really see the appeal of like gambling, for instance. Like, I just. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. Well, I mean, I don't, this is like not even gambling, really. I mean, it kind of is. Not really. I mean, it, 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 gambling it, with, with more strategy to it, I guess. But like, I mean, I, I just, you know, it, it's it's not it's not the kind of thing that clicks in my brain. Mm -hmm. See, with like with stuff like this, I guess like if I haven't gotten in on it like early, then it's just, it's not is exciting for me because I mean, not exciting, but it's just. Uh, like it's just not worth it at that point, you know, because it's like already my the window of opportunity is passed, I guess. Uh, but the other thing is, I feel that if if I had gotten in on it early, like I'd kind of become obsessed with like managing it, 
Well, and, and I'm see, not even uh, a math guy. Like, I, I've never even liked I do math. not understand economics at all. I right. do not understand. I like, I just, I don't understand anything about economics. Like, I, I just, I, I, I made an A in my economics class in, in, in college because I was able to succeed at multiple choice tests, but I didn't understand it. <laughs> I just don't, I just, I really struggle to understand economic concepts. There was uh, $10 from Paulo. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, not sure if this is the same Paulo that uh, donated on Patreon, but thank you. Thank you. Uh, either way. Um, to both Paulo's or the one Paulo, whichever, whichever one it is. Uh, saying, uh, Corey, I was stuck on the Salamander hard mode time trial in Shadow of the Colossus forever and realized uh, that I was just being unpatient like you were on that box and beat it. <laughs> Happy to be a Patreon try. Oh, well, okay. It was the one and only Paulo here. <laughs> Thank you. I still need to play the Shadow of the Colossus remake. Yeah, same here. I can't believe I, I still haven't played it. I see that I see Jonathan G is saying that uh, my friend's brother put a thousand dollars in the Bitcoin twelve years ago, and now that person probably does not have to work again for the rest of their life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just like you put it put it in there and you like you walk away, and you wait twelve years. All right, so. Oh, I gotta swap out the weapon here. The Mercury Mercury Harpoon swap weapons. <clears throat> How do I do that? Oh yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. I mean that was that was such an experience the first time I played it for sure. I mean I played that on uh played that on my HD CRT. And 480p. First time I played it. I was I, I I just I I just remember like putting down the controller when I finished it and I'm just being like, what do I even feel like doing now? <laughs> <laughs> like just feels like anything I could do after that would just feel so small in comparison. I mean, you know, a big part of the experience of Shadow of the Colossus for me, the first time I play it, and I, I feel like this is probably atypical. Um, I got really into just exploring the world. And what was so interesting about that to me was it wasn't so much about, you know, it wasn't a world that incentivized exploration. You know, yes, there, there are like the lizard tails that you can eat to extend like your stamina right. and stuff. But like, to be honest, the first time I played the game, I don't even... I don't even know if I knew about those. 
I might have, but I, I can't remember. And I, I, I just remember just exploring for the sake of like seeing what was around the corner. Like, ooh, like off in the distance, I see a little forest. Like, what, what's in there? Or, oh, there's like this cool cliff over there. What can I see from there? Or what's down this little canyon path? Like, right. it was, it was, it was a joy to explore that world and just to take in the sights and the atmosphere. And that's such a rare thing where the exploration is its own reward. Like it was, it was that, in and of itself was so fun for me. And I don't know if I feel like most people went from Colossus to Colossus a little bit quicker than I did. Maybe they explored a little, but I, I, I explored a lot. Like I really took my time just soaking in that world because it was just so gorgeous and so interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was, there was a $20 super tank. Thank From you. Ricky Pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky Pod. Uh, that's, that's very, very generous. Um, saying, I uh, just wanted to thank you guys since your videos have made me appreciate and develop an enthusiastic interest in the NES. Currently considering either a mod or the AVS. Also, cheers to Xenosaga 2, Torna the Missing Continent. <laughs> <laughs> the Missing Continent. <laughs> <laughs> What's the actual name of it? It's like the Golden Country or something like that. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was calling it the Lost Continent. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. I don't know. It's whatever. The, the well, mystic. I, 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 I am I am very happy to hear that, Ricky Pond, because you know, the NES is 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 near and dear to my heart, and I feel like. I feel like the NES is kind of at this threshold where it is at risk of being overlooked uh, <laughs> by by people who may have not been. Uh, I mean, I don't know how old you are, but um, you know, people who may have not grown up with the NES. I feel like, especially with you know, I've said it many times recently here that you know, I feel like Nintendo keeps you know shoving some of the not best NES games in our faces. And, you know, not that they're necessarily bad games, but Another, like a lot of those really early NES games that are, you know, just classics because they were early, uh, you know, I, I, I don't represent like the most interesting stuff the system has to offer. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, it's just, it's just, ceaselessly interesting to me to continue to explore the NES library uh, and and Famicom and you know there's just always interesting things that are like oh this is like really impressive for the system you know especially like later on in late 80s early 90s when you know there was other hardware but you know game design had moved forward and NES games moved forward with it. And uh, it's just really impressive and interesting what 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 was pulled off. And I just, I, I, I just, I really love the NES. It's okay. 
<laughs> you, you've kind of been going through phases with the NES. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm just like, it's just like really boring to me right now. It's well, I, I'm in a phase where it's really boring to me. I, I, I understand because I mean, you, I mean, you were a Master System kid and you were not that interested in the NES until you got the RGB mod. And now you, then you were kind of like, well, you know, but like so many NES devices have come out over the years. So right. we have, that's, I mean, that's really, in, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. We've done NES videos so many times. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I can understand, like, for, you know, a uh, personal level. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I get tired of doing NES videos, too. But I don't, I wouldn't say I get tired of NES games, for sure. Uh, you know, I it's, it is, I think, my favorite system. You know, it's, it's not, it's not the system that, that I uh, would recommend is, like, the one and only video game system for someone to own, you know. I would, I would say Super Nintendo, or you know, I feel like Super Nintendo, PlayStation One, and PlayStation Two have like the most like well-rounded game libraries, mm-hmm. especially of any console that would be considered vintage anyway. Um, but. The NES is my is my personal favorite. I don't think it's the, it's the best, but it's my favorite. I decided to go back because I was not gonna. I was going to an area that I'd already been. I feel like that's not the way that I'm supposed to be going right now. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be in this area in the first place. Uh, there was uh, $5 again from Zoom Dust. Thank you. Saying, uh, I feel like we were at the we were at the bottom floor of a new influx of retro gaming hardware. So many new mods and peripherals in the last year. I mean, it's true. Like, I mean, especially with like Dan, Kristoff, and Woozle like forming Pixel FX, like, like, you know, actually making it like a proper company that like their mission is largely to make these like HDMI mods and stuff like, you know, we've been, we've been, you know, having these kinds of things for years, but it feels like that's really going to blow the lid off. Um, I mean, you know, it's just a really exciting time to be into this stuff. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like, you know, to, to spoil a little, little, uh, analog frontiers part three, you know, Smoke Monster says, you know, outsiders might think that classic gaming is all about old things. But, you know, to those of us who are here at the bleeding edge, this stuff is like using cutting edge technology, like FPGAs yeah. and, you know, all, you know, I, something that, something that I think. And I, I, I wrote a little bit of this in, the, in that article for Wireframe. You know, I think that, you know, I uh, something came up on my phone. My, you know, my, my, my phone, whenever I bring up Google, like it just has like this list of articles that are like relevant to your 
interests of data that is probably, you know, stolen from me or whatever. Um, and there, several weeks ago, there was an article that popped up on a website called ha Hackaday. Right. I, I, I've, I've seen, seen it before, but I'm not particularly familiar with it. And there was this article on it that just, you know, I, I, I kind of only skimmed it, but it kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. Cause it was about, it was about like, you know, guy mods his PlayStation two for HDMI. And to be fair, I mean, it looked like it was done pretty cleanly, but it was, you know, essentially using an off the shelf analog to digital converter tapping into the, the RGB or, or YPB PR um, on the AV, you know, where, wherever it was drawing it from and, you know, putting the HDMI port on the output, you know, I mean, it was, it was just, you know, analog to digital conversion, you know, so they modded the PS2 for HDMI and, you know, at the end of the article too, the, the guy who did, did the write up of it, said uh said you know something like even though you know mods like this are driven by a uh, little more than uh you know uh, uh nostalgia and i'm just like oh <laughs> like if you know this guy who's writing for a website about you know hacking and he has no idea the depth of this scene where we aren't just taking analog to digital converters, uh, you know, from Amazon, opening them up and shoving them in our PS2s. Like we've got people who are spending months and years designing these things as products. Like this isn't just like, oh, like, Hey, go. gather these parts and follow these instructions and you too can mod your system for this and that. Like back in the day, like, you know, when pa people were making like, you know, uh, 50 Hertz Ooh, and 60 Hertz switches for their PAL consoles or doing like really basic stuff like modding a top loader NES for composite or, or a turbo graphics for composite, you know, stuff like that. Like people were just following guides, buying some basic components and, and doing it. But like, these are like, products that are designed to be like you know on 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 tightly configured pcbs that are very optimized for clean installation and stuff and i feel like the average person they would they have no clue that that's what modding is today modding is 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 I mean, they, they are using, they, they are developing really crazy stuff. I mean, I mean, you know, you, you've got Wi-Fi chips and, and, and Dan and Kristoff's mods that are, I, mean, I was asking Dan about this not long ago, you know, um, cause I wanted to, wanted to make sure that something I'd written was, was accurate. And he said, well, actually the Wi-Fi chip like actually does all this other stuff. But I'm like, well, that's, that's getting a little into the weeds of what the, beyond what I wanted to do. But like, it's, that's interesting. Like, I mean, like, he's like, it's actually talking constantly to 
you know, the FPGA and doing all these things. I mean, this, I mean, it's, it's, it's so amazing what, what people are, are doing, you know, for these old games and these old systems. Like, it's just, it's, it, it's really amazing, I think. I mean, you know, to someone who doesn't know any better, like, Playing an off off the shelf analog to digital converter in your in your system might seem cool, but like they 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 <laughs> must not know anything about like this whole scene, right? Because it's, I mean it it is it is quite advanced beyond that at this point. Exactly, exactly. It's pretty impressive. I mean, it's impressive that we can constantly be surprised also. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and with the RetroTank 5X and the OSSC Pro, you know, both coming along, like, I mean, clearly, like, using, like, you know, original hardware and analog consoles, uh, analog output from these consoles, like, it's, you know, it's, it's far from over, you know? <laughs> Mm -hmm. And we're, we're going to continue to be using this stuff for, you know, in this form for a good long while. But, you know, I, I do got to say, I think, um, I think I'm going to set up my mister mm -hmm. in my HD setup. Once I'm done with Analog Frontiers, I think I'm going to set it up more permanently downstairs with my HDMI stuff because yeah. it mostly interested me at first for being able to use analog output mm -hmm. but like I, I've actually gotten really impressed with how it does HDMI stuff like yeah. you know and the different filters you can use for and stuff I mean you know the, the sharp interpolation filter um, you know is it's really nice. I mean, it doesn't give you the granular control that you have with the analog consoles, mm -hmm. uh, at least not not now. You, you don't have that kind of granular control, but it, it looks really, really good. So oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, when I first hooked up my Mister, um, I, I don't know if some things had not been implemented yet, or if it just had bad settings out of the box. Most cores, when you launch them. I find like have like a bad bilinear filter on them. Really? I mean, maybe you just have like sharpening artifacts and stuff on. Well, when I when I first got my Mister, that that is how it looked. Like when I load up the NES core, like it was like it was like blurry, but also sharpened, and it was like ugh, mm -hmm. looked really bad. And I didn't understand that much about how to use it at the time. And so I was like much more interested in using it for for analog output. You know, yeah. use component output from it. But like now that I've, you know, used the Mister a whole lot more, uh, especially working on Analog Frontiers Part 3. You see um, the, the potential. I, I'm like, okay, like the, the HDMI is actually really, really good. Like, I, I don't know if I, I, I'm doing something wrong, but the component looks kind of dark to me. Is, that, is that normal? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't feel I've noticed that being a case. 
Uh, there was a, several donations you you missed while you're on your while you're talking about. Really, Zoomdust is the last one on the. Yeah, I mean he donated again. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I see. I, see. I think I only missed two. <laughs> uh, two dollars from Gaming Blows. Which stream was more lucrative, Prism or Mario Three? <laughs> I think uh, I, I think that Mario three was probably because it was so long. Yeah, I mean, but I think a lot of that was like I think there was one person that was in in that stream that donated oh. like a whole bunch. But I, I'm not sure if all those ended up going through. I think they may have might have been may have been drinking and maybe <laughs> changed their mind the next day. Uh, I don't remember who it was. I I. I, I I would know the name if I saw it. Was it Zoom Dust? I know Zoom Dust did some big donations at some point. It might, I don't. I don't know if it was Zoom Dust because here's Zoom Dust with another five dollars, um, saying uh, almost 500 viewers and only 143 likes. Hit that! Hit that like button, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because. You know, sometimes, you know, my kids ask me about the about the channel and stuff, and she's like, do you tell people to smash that like button? <laughs> I'm do like, no, we don't do that. Yeah, that yeah, people say, yeah, people say, you know, do you ever say, they ask me if I ever say, if I ask people to smash that like button. So, so that, that, is that, is that like the, the. Yes, it's, it's, it's that's the term. Yeah, it's a term. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, I, you know. I, I'm I'm about as with the times as Richard Ledbetter. I mean, I, I'm you know he he mm -hmm. says you know, you know, hit, you know, hit the like button and subscribe and mm. you know, ring the notification bell. I mean that's you know, <laughs> that's uh, that's about all I know. I don't. I, <laughs> Richard Ledbetter definitely does not say smash the like button. Well, I mean whoever my kids watch. Say smash that like button. <laughs> I think that people in the chat can probably attest to that being a thing too. I mean, it's like it's definitely something I've heard a lot of. Let's see how well this. <laughs> uh, ben Brody has five dollars, saying uh, twenty million dollars. So you have to eat an entire rack of barbecue ribs every six hours, no matter where you are or what place you are doing, you have to find a ribs place. Can you not take the ribs with you or do you have to acquire them from a ribs place? Uh, I mean, that's that's tough. I mean, an entire rack of ribs, that's that's like a lot of food. It's like you would never, you're basically accept, like accepting $20 million to like, dollars to like never eat anything else other than ribs again. Forever. I mean, you 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 would you would have to be like, you know, like some crazy bodybuilder or something to like actually do anything useful with all that meat. <laughs> uh, I mean, really, the the main deal breaker with me with that with with that proposal is that you would have to do it every six hours and. You know, I, 
I need like seven to eight hours of sleep minimum. So it, if if like the longest I was allowed to sleep was six hours, I feel like, you know, my life would be ruined because I would never feel well rested again. <laughs> So I don't think I don't I don't I don't think twenty thousand dollars twenty million dollars is worth uh, worth feeling like garbage forever. <laughs> Although eating a whole rack of ribs, I don't want to be used to that. Eating a whole rack of ribs sounds you know delightful uh, under normal circumstances. You know, I, I think I've, I think I've said before, but like in, in the past, like year or two, I've, it's got to be close I've, to being dead. Come on. I, I've, I've come to have a, a, a greater appreciation of ribs, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, than I uh, than I used to. I, I, I always thought there were too much work and too much cost for too little meat. Because the, the the bone takes up such a large amount of, you know, the the real estate on your plate. But I, I I have I've definitely come to kind of enjoy ribs. Like I was kind of just like, well, why don't you just have barbecue instead? But ribs ribs have their place for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, that's... I don't know. I don't know, I, it's, it's, it could go either way. That's, that's a lot of money to eat ribs, I mean... <laughs> I can think of a lot worse things. Uh, Paul Sutton... With four nine nine, I'd like to point out that four nine nine is not five dollars, but he does say <laughs> five dollars. But you have to maneuver your digital interface device and click on the thumbs up icon, denoting that you like this video. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You gotta smash it. Uh, I, I I'm guessing that Paul Sutton did not like this video because. He gave four nine nine and not five dollars. <laughs> You're gonna make him do one cent. <laughs> he must not like this video. He well, must he's, not. He's, you know, he's, he liked it, just not enough to to smash it, to smash the. Yeah. Okay. Four nine nine is liking. Five five dollars even is smashing. <laughs> oh, there was. Uh, was uh, 1999 from Retro Dream. Oh, wow. Thank you. Jeez, Saying, thank you. Uh, grateful to you guys for lessening the Sunday pain. Always enjoy. Well, the the Sunday you. pain. It's like, is that, the, that? the Sunday of like uh, going back to work? I don't think that was our logic behind choosing Sunday necessarily, but it, I, it, I, I, I think, yeah, I don't think it was exactly, but I think it just I, seemed I, like I the most manageable have... day to make it a regular I, I, thing. I, Right, but I, I've definitely since then like kind of come to see it like you know like it seems like a lot of people are consistently counting on us to be there on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I think it also helps because 
you know, like, it seems like Sunday TV has been, like, less exciting for, like, the last year. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because... I mean, I, that's when, like, I, a I lot of, no like, the big shows TV run. Normal. What's that? I have no idea what Sunday TV normally is. Oh. Well. I mean, I... So never been a big TV watcher. Where am I going? Oh, I gotta go back up. I'm 50%. I'm, I feel like I'm doing pretty good here. Moving along. You know, the, the bosses might take far too many hits to kill, but other than that, you know, it's like... Breezy, yeah, fun it's, little... Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not, not too bad. Oh, you've got 50% of the map exactly. Yeah. Like, you could... You can finish this up pretty easily tomorrow if you felt like it. Well, we'll see. You, you, you definitely you definitely should try to finish it this week because I feel like if I let a Metroidvania game like sit Yeah, I mean that's that's very much what's happened with Iconoclast with me. Oh yeah, you, you I, 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 I like it, but it's just that it's I and I, it's gorgeous, and there's like a lot of stuff that I like about it. But it's, there's something about it I just don't find it super compelling. And it is, uh, I've been trying to muster the interest to play it more than I have. Well, I, I feel like Metroidvanias, though, more than like most other genres. I mean, I I I, I tend to not do too well returning to a game after a, a protracted break. But with these, these games especially, like, it's always like, have I been here? Did I get this? What, what, what was there something else to find here? You know, where was this area? Mm -hmm. Like, but this is the genre where I feel like beating it, finishing the game pretty quickly is like most the most critical perhaps yeah because like even you know i mean with uh the vaccine verge you know we were we were playing it one week apart and that worked worked out fine for the most part but i feel like if i had let a game like that sit for two weeks without revisiting it i feel like i would have just been like may as well restart yeah <laughs> I see a uh, golden cane was asking uh, how I felt about ease nine. Now that I've, I finished it. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, it grew on me over time. You know, I, I, I was, I thought it was okay at first, but over time I, I, I liked it a lot more. It's, it's kind of nice because it's uh, on a smaller scale than ease games have been like in a, in a weird way. Like it's, it's on a smaller scale in terms of like, oh, you're not like really like fighting. I, I guess you're kind of like, you're not really like fighting like a, like a age, like a generations old, like God, but it's, you know, it's, it's a story that spans like several centuries, but uh, it just, it I mean, didn't like feel, uh, what's that? <laughs> like, Does I get into any real spoilers <laughs> yeah i mean it's it, it feels smaller than than previous games which i i appreciated 
do, do you do you think that fan opinion is against it? I mean, I haven't really seen it. Uh, I don't think so. I think that they probably were working in incorporating that new engine that they uh, didn't have something so like enormous planned with it. So they intentionally made it like a smaller story. But like I, I like that about it. Um, and you know, it's it's just really fun to play. And I think in terms of like like ease games especially, you know, it's it get <laughs> the stories don't have to be like super compelling because the, it is so fun to play. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah, you know, I'm willing to like put up with a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've that's that's never really been what I've gone for in these games. Yeah. Although you know they they have been interesting at times for sure. You know, it's it's kind of has the the whole like monstrum aspect of it is like it's kind of fun because it puts a kind of a superhero effect on everything. Like, like like feel to everything you know like when they're in in their in their monstrum forms like that's when they're like superheroes and they and they can't let anybody know who they are so it's about like keeping secret or their real identity secret so it's kind of cool one moment I'll do Ben Brody's, but let me see if I can find like any tools with which to assist. <laughs> uh oh, what's going to happen up here? New area. You know, I thought the Ease Nine was going to be kind of darker, but it's it's not at all. I think when it was first announced, and they tried to make it seem like it was going to be a certain way, that it was going to be darker uh, and and more sinister, but it really is not at all. Yeah, what what is that scene? I, I I don't have a tin can, so I you know I I I need I need to make my voice a little more like a little more low-fi for this. A lot, of, a lot of effort. Yeah, you know, I I, I try to please, you know. So let's see what we can do. Two dollars, but you have to say it like Richter from Symphony of the Night. That probably <laughs> wasn't really what you were looking for. But I'm, Dollar, I'm sure he will appreciate the. Let, 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 I need to say a line to get myself into character, right? Right. Die, monster! You don't belong in this world. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, I, you know, I, I made all this effort, and I, I feel like I, I don't, I don't really have it here. It's, uh, you know, it's two dollars, but you have to say it like Richter from Symphony of the Night. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't think I have it in me right now. Well, I think that's, I think the. The effort is was worth enough. An A I for try. effort. I try. I wonder what's going on here. Look at this. 
It's we're in the city now. I don't know how we ended up here in the city. Well, there was like a cathedral in the background, so I guess I know, but there but there's like cars and stuff. Yeah. You know, we were just like in the forest. Probably in like London or whatever. I don't remember if like there was like some big like mummy happenings in the city in the movie. I I, I just I remember it was was bad. I don't mind that this is very pretty straightforward and I, I enjoy its simplicity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about this too. Ben Brody, oh. is, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Red Lobster Biscuits or Biscuits as I like to call them? Oh man, I, I freaking love Red Lobster Biscuits. Yeah, you, I mean you can buy them. And they're like, and make them at home, but they're never as good. But uh, it's, 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 it's been a long time since I've had them now. Uh, um, let's see. When, well, so, <laughs> uh, my, uh, last, uh, Christmas 2019, um, my dad got a Red Lobster gift card. And, you know, we ended up not spending it, uh, you know, in, in 2020. Uh, or, well, we might have actually spent it the, or was it early this year? I can't remember. At any rate, one time when I was there, it was probably around Christmas, I think. Um, we, we spent the gift card and you know did got carry out uh and you and you spent it all on on biscuits well we did order you can order i mean you get like what if you just spent the half, entire gift card i mean you get biscuits. with a with a carry out order you get half a dozen biscuits but you can also add more biscuits which we totally did <laughs> um uh but uh, my order was incomplete. It didn't, uh, uh, it, it was missing an item. And so, you know, my dad called after we were done and they gave him, uh, you know, a digital $20 gift card. And the gift card was like $25 to begin with, I think. So we basically got almost the entire gift card back. <laughs> and so the other time we got Red Lobster again, like a, a month or two ago, so. <laughs> you guys just got biscuits. I feel like I still am gonna get, get a double jump. Now I, I see that uh, 
Cloud FF7 2000 says uh, someone from New England, Red Lobster, saddens me. It's nothing like the real deal. Yes, the only way some people know. I mean, I, I, I almost never get any actual lobster of any kind because lobster is so expensive. Uh, I, I, you know, I always get like shrimp or something. Like I, see, I don't like any I, of that stuff. <laughs> I, I mean, like I just, I hate like the uh, the texture of like how it feels when you bite into it. Well, so I, I, I don't any of that stuff. Uh, like, I, the like, first I like, time I ever had lobster, shrimp. Ugh. Someone from my dad's work when I was in when I was in high school. Someone from my dad's work um, was coming home from Maine and had like had like a cooler freezer or whatever whatever you whatever you would transport a lobster in had had a had a bunch of lobsters was bringing a bunch of lobsters home from maine and uh, uh -oh, but, was like, like insisting like oh you 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 gotta get one of them or get get two of them you know he's like yeah you, you gotta get two of them and my my dad was like uh fine and so we had like these two live lobsters at home and like we had some sort of like, you know, my dad figured out how to cook and my mom would have nothing to do with it. Yeah, don't they, like, scream, don't they scream when you put them in the... Oh, I have no, I have no idea. I have no idea. My, my mom would have nothing to do with it. Yeah, I, I would. No. Like she went up into her, she went up into her, uh, into her, into her room upstairs and wouldn't come out. And you know, my dad wasn't like super enthusiastic about it either, but it's just like this guy was so insistent. And so you know, my dad cooked me and, and him a lobster, and we had like one item of some kind to like give it flavor. Uh, it was really flavorless. It was, I was not impressed at all. But then, um, uh, for one of my friend's 18th birthdays, uh, his dad was a lawyer and, uh, like, you know, this like ultra fancy place that he, I guess, took clients to or. <laughs> Whoever a lawyer wines and dines, uh, uh. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, some fancy place where like you, you know, you had to have reservations and like dinner was like was what it was that night. Like it was, you know, it was lobster. And he's the kind of guy that would have an eight thirty res at Dorcia, right? <laughs> Something like that, I guess. Okay. And. So he got, uh, you know, my friend, a, you know, a ticket or reservation or whatever you would call it, uh, for himself and two friends at, you know, this place for his, his 18th birthday. And so he invited me and one other friend. Yeah, got a tower going on here. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a lobster dinner and 
it was really good. It was really good. And I was just like, I was just like, oh man, like I, I, I wish, I wish, you know, I, there was a, I could have another. And then like, they brought another, like it was, I had no idea that it was like the dinner was for two lobsters per person. I was like, whoa, and it was really good. And <laughs> I've never had lobster properly. Pro I've never had proper lobster since. Like I, I might've, I've had, I've had like lobster rolls a couple of times. Um, I had, I had a lobster roll in Maine once and in Nova Scotia once. They were pretty good. And then I had lobster roll from Captain D's here in North Carolina, and it was profoundly disappointed. <laughs> I can't remember if I've ever had like lobster pizza or something like that. I know that's a thing. Uh, but yeah, my, my experience with lobster is not vast. I love shrimp though. Shrimp is my go-to seafood. Ugh, yeah, I, I just don't like it. Uh, I mean, ah! I, I fish for sure. Well, you know, I'll, I'll eat fish, but you know, it's, you know my. Not, I have to have a lot of tartar sauce on my fish. Speaking of uh, crabs. My son's hermit crab died this this weekend. It was his first pet. I didn't, I didn't know that hermit crabs were pets. Really? It's like huh? it's like the like most people's like first pet, like of their own. What? No, I, I, goldfish. Come on. They're they're pretty equal. I mean, I, we had I've hermit never, crabs. I've, I've never. You never hear about. Flushing a hermit crab down the toilet. You're about flushing a goldfish down the toilet. Ah, shoot. Happened again. Uh, how long does a hermit crab live? It depends. I mean, he was. A lot of them die when they molt, which is like when they change shells. Because they have to dig down. It's like a. You know, it's a several week process. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what that's what that's what his hermit crab did, and then died, and died. I, 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 I mean, I, 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 I swear this cannot be as common as goldfish. I, I, I had I had fish many times growing up. I mean, I knew we had hermit crabs and. Uh, John Brotherson says I've never heard of anybody having a hermit crab. Yeah, maybe it's my, more 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 of a regional thing than you think. How am I supposed to do that? I see it. I was done. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous right now. It's absolutely ridiculous. In college, I. I got a goldfish at like a county fair one time and I, I 
don't recall it lasting long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. like I feel really bad for the goldfish that are at those, uh, yeah, at like the fairs and stuff. Yeah, I mean that's what it was. I mean, I I, I don't I remember having it for very long. It, it was it was in the college yes. dorm. Map. We got the map. That, that's the last the time map. I had any kind of sea creatures. <laughs> but uh, they, they, they. Since I was not here for the death of the uh, of the crab. Oh come on! Oh, okay. They, but they, he still has his own. Got his own grave. Is our, oh, first, wow. our We started our own, our pet cemetery. Uh oh. I'm gonna listen to the Ramones song too. Is that is that is that the first pet in the cemetery? Yes. Well, hopefully it'll be a while till the next. I hope so. Uh, there or was uh, a while right. back. There was uh, there was a five five dollars from uh, Zoom Dust. Oh. And does the you. phrase "risk it for the biscuit" have anything to do with the nuclear launch code? I, I have never heard that phrase. Biscuit. Risk it, risk it, risk wit for the biscuit. I don't. Oh, oh, I see what I'm supposed to do. What was uh? Did did did, did the hermit crab have a name, or is it too embarrassing to say? No, his name was uh, his, his name was Trex. Trex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like how, how do you spell it? Uh, T R E X X. Oh, did he come up with it himself or is yeah. it based on? No, he came up with it himself. Know. You know, he's going to be really good at naming RPG characters. I think. Yeah, you think? Maybe. Yeah. Trex. It's pretty good. <laughs> you should. You, you ne next time you have to name a character in an RPG and you don't know what to. Yeah, I'm gonna to name it Trex. That's a good idea. Name it Trex. I'm gonna I'm gonna farm some health here. Hope nobody minds. I don't want to die. His name was not Pooty. Wouldn't be <laughs> funny if it's. <laughs> it's you know it's Pooty the uh, the hermit crab. But now we're gonna get another one. We're gonna get two because my daughter wants one too. Wow. Yeah. The extra X is for extreme. What does the what does a day in the life of a pet hermit crab look like? Uh, it sleeps all day and screws around all night. We never we never really <laughs> saw it do anything. It like does stuff, but we. <laughs> It was like it was his birthday present, okay? So he wanted like the but if you wanna like have a hermit crab that sticks around for a little bit, you know, it ended up costing like we had to like put like two hundred dollars into this hermit crab's like living environment. What? Yeah. Well, hopefully you can reuse it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean Does it have we like, just a, got, like we just got on this big thing of distilled water and he was like It's too late, he's already dead. Does um, I mean, does it have to have like an active pump and and? No, and not really. But I mean, I mean, he has like a big aquarium, and he needs like a heat lamp. 
and stuff. It, like to do everything, it was like two hundred bucks. Jeez. Which was probably you know, he, he, Trex probably had like the Cadillac of of uh, aquariums. Let me just get up to three health tanks here. What 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 do you feed a hermit crab? Do you just feed it fish food or what? Yeah, it's like this. I don't know. It looks like flakes, frosted flakes. He 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 only eats like <laughs> he only eats grape nut cereal, unfortunately. So, so <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has a very peculiar peculiar taste for a hermit crab. <laughs> he only likes uh. You know things that are hard to find right now: frosted, <laughs> frosted flakes and and Coke, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. His, his favorites. <laughs> uh, there was five dollars from Joshua Helvicky who says, "Booty, booty, get over here, come back here, booty." <laughs> Sandy got jumped. Leave them I, alone. So. Sandy, Sandy was. Kind of snoozing <laughs> and when I went, Pody! Come here! Am I scared? I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I wonder what the idea of building this clock tower in this way was. Just, they, we had to build it in this way just for the, when the, the mummy comes back to life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It has to uh, it has to have all of these like perfect platforming challenges. You gotta be kidding me! Come on. Eight of fifty relics. Are are, are they just a, a collectible? Or yeah, they I th you probably get something if you get them all. I mean, it seems like it wouldn't even be cool if you didn't get anything. But yeah, I think that that's what it is. It's just collectible and you you don't get anything for collecting them until you collect them all <laughs> JC band says I saw grape nuts at the grocery store and seriously thought about buying them to flip <laughs> <laughs> no <sighs> I'm like trying this freaking zombie with the Spear. Come on. Oh, there's a, there's a $2 from Lucas Peruzovic who says, Hootie! 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 Is Hootie the, the human version of Pootie? That's the, it's the, uh, it's the fish version, the blowfish version. I, 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 I don't know. Like, if a poodle is Pootie, then I feel that. That a human is Hootie. Maybe. But, I mean, that probably makes more sense. I'm like so close to the save room, I see it on the map. I'm gonna die before I get there, probably. Gee, come on! I'm gonna fall all the way down. Maybe not. Sorry. You can see save rooms before you get there? Well, it's oh, on, it's I on the map. You've got a map of the area. I don't understand why it's so difficult. I'm gonna use it. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I, I love how it's just like standard that like 
these these kind of games have like blue rooms for the map. Yeah. It's just like you know, like no no one even cares to hide that you're that being spike. inspired by Super Metroid. Well, there's uh, $2 from old, old, old JPEGers, old John Perry G. Thank you. Saying, uh, what do you think of the new Mortal Kombat movie? I'm skeptical. Yeah, I'm skeptical, too. I'm not super excited about it. it the I, I thought the the writing was like, almost felt like it was like made for the trailer. Like all of the dialogue just felt. Yeah. Very like. It felt like it would be cheesy in the context of an actual movie. It just, it almost, it felt like a trailer that didn't have an actual movie behind it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm not, not exactly a fighting game fan, but I, I, I have enjoyed watching fighting game movies. Uh, you know, they, they, they tend to be cheesy and fun in a good way. But like the, the first World Combat is, is really fun. Um, and I, I even think Street Fighter is kind of fun in its own dumb way. Mm -hmm. uh, the second World Combat, though, is just like embarrassing. Yeah, it's it's really, really bad. I mean, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Worse than the the Tom Cruise the Mummy. Oh, I'm by a significant amount. I mean, I mean, you haven't even seen that, but <laughs> I'm just saying it because it's relevant to the street. But, yeah. Uh, um. But uh, yeah. But like, dead or alive fun dumb movie that embraces its dumbness fully yeah uh, then you have something like the chun li movie which was like so competent it was boring yeah i've never seen that actually it, it's it's really boring it's just really boring that's the one that has chris klein in it right and he says he says shadaloo 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 i don't know that, I have no idea who that is. He's like he's like he plays Charlie Nash or something like that. Is that who he is? He's Shadaloo. It's the guy I, from America. Uh, he's in American Pie. I want to say, um, but he's also in this other show. I can't. Remember. It's on the right now. Oh, we got it's boss. It's boss time. We got spikes. I want to say, uh, um, that. Uh, M. Bison was like really not M. Bison looking in that movie. Right. Like I want to say he had like like white hair, right? It's it's like it was a uh, Neil like McDonough like or something. something like that. The guy I played I, him. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I feel like it was like a buzz cut or it was just it was. He was M. Bison in name only, pretty much. <laughs> Like, it, it definitely felt like it could have been a movie script that was just like shoehorned into being a, a Street Fighter movie. What's going on here? 
Well, Mega X6 says that the soundtrack to Annihilation is great, though. I, I, I'm afraid I can't remember. I mean, the the soundtrack to the first one is definitely amazing. I mean, that I feel like that music is more iconic to the series than anything in the games. Easily. I mean, that's just, I, I don't is that music ever been used in any of the games? Uh, it, it was like, I feel like it was in like a trailer for the, uh, 11. Mm. It, it's, it's such an amazing tune. It's so good. I mean, Mortal Kombat! I think I saw there was a donation from, uh, yeah, but, you're thinking about how to talk like, uh, Hulk Hogan, right? Well, I was, I was going, I was going to shoehorn that one onto you because, uh, I, I, uh-huh. I really... I mean, I feel like we need Audi here to really. Yeah, I mean, to really do it right. Listen up, brother. Uh, <laughs> what are you gonna do when my 16-inch pythons get a hold of you? <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> I was like, I didn't realize this. This thing, it's, it's got to be almost dead here, but I'm going to die before it. I'm going to expire before it does, I think. Because it's, like, messing me up. Like, if, the, if the things weren't spinning, it'd be fine. Dead. Dead. I'm going to die. Arrgh! I'm, I'm well aware that it's not a good a good impression. But, you know. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll take this boss down and call it a night, I think. Sounds about right. What What's your map percentage? Uh, 64. I mean, it's looking pretty good. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, you should you should totally finish it this week. Yes, I feel like I can get more ammunition here. Yeah, I'm gonna fill up that the ammo. That's what I gotta do. That map looks pretty full. No, it's still going up though. Hmm. I'm saying uh, the map. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's going to be anything like that's a higher vertical than like on that map, like other than the clock tower where you're at now. See, there's a lot of ammo here that I probably would have beat that guy if I had didn't have to use my use my pea shooter here. You ever call I mean, you ever call like the base weapon like the pea shooter? Oh yeah, I mean that. I, I I don't I don't know if this is the origin of the term, but I I always thought of um, uh, Mega Man Legends when uh, when he goes, "Your little pea shooter won't even 
won't even dip my paint job. <laughs> That's definitely not the the origin of the term because I I always remember uh, my friend's dad calling the basic weapon in Astro Warrior on the Master System the pea shooter. So it's definitely not it's definitely earlier than uh, Mega Man Legends. <laughs> I was trying to get my my weapons up to 100% capacity. Have you ever beaten Mega Man Legends? I haven't. I, I should really do that. Oh, man. I love that game. Well, th thank you. Zoom Dust liked my, my, my Tiesel Bon impression. <laughs> Your little pea shooter won't even scratch my paint job. That that was like Mega Man Legends 2 is 100% the better game, but Legends 1 I feel is a lot more charming, like just the, the dialogue is a lot more fun. Just because Tiesel and Tron are just such goofballs and their role is definitely reduced in Legends 2, even though they they still play fairly big roles, but like, you know, they because they added new characters, you know, it's just they can't take center stage all the time but so I, I i feel i feel like legends 2 is definitely or legends 1 is definitely kind of the, the iconic one for sure in terms of just its presentation and everything but we're off to a really bad start here this is legends like, 2 is like stupid. such a good playing game like the dungeon design is way better the controls are way better but I really love to replay both. This is so, why am I having such a hard time with this? I don't. I have no idea why. It's like not even that difficult. It's just the spinning of this and the way that it shakes makes it really difficult to see what's going on. Uh, do I own Tron Bond? I don't. Uh, I. 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 Uh, uh, friend, really uh, friend from the backloggery from Puerto Rico uh, had it, and he lent it to another friend from the backloggery in Georgia, who what is borrowed it, and it, and then he sent it to me <laughs> so that I could borrow it and beat it, and then I sent it back to Puerto Rico. Back in the day, though, like, uh, you know, my, my my main gaming buddy from high school eras uh, ha had Tron Bond. Uh, but I never owned an American physical copy myself. Uh, when it came out on, uh, when it came out on uh, PlayStation Network, I bought it. And... Uh, I, I, I got the I got the Japanese version a couple of years ago. 
just to, just to have it because it's the Japanese version's like twenty some dollars. And it's actually got a sort of a unique demo for Legends Two in it. Like is like it's content that's not even in the game. Uh that I I don't know if that was released in any other way, but it's, it's definitely interesting. Uh, John Perry G with a $2 super chat saying the Mortal Kombat 2 animalities animations were so bad. Is, is that something that, that came from Mortal Kombat 3? Uh, Anima 2. I mean, that it was in 2. Really? Yeah. The game? Yeah. That's where Liu Kang turns into a dragon. Uh, it shows you how much I know. You know, if I, if I have time, I don't know if I'm going to have time or not, but um, there was something about um, uh, Genesis Emulator with widescreen support was added to RetroArch. Oh, really? Yeah, and I guess it, you know, some games might need a patch for it to work optimally, but... Um, like some games apparently work pretty well. I was listening to the retro RGB podcast earlier today and apparently like Mortal Kombat works pretty well with it, like without a patch. So if, if, if I have time, I might because I, I have, I have a clip of a widescreen mode in, I, I think it's a, actually, a anima I, I see someone saying, I'm pretty sure the animality started in three. So like I might be misremembering it because like animalities might have just became a thing, like an actual official thing in in uh, in three. But it, I'm pretty sure that Liu Kang turned into a dragon in a fatality in two. So maybe they just like made it more of a thing, and they actually made it officially animalities. Sorry, I mean. Uh, but uh what was i talking about i don't remember <laughs> i was just feeling really annoyed with that fight I don't know. i'd like to not have to go back and forth to fill all my weapons here but i guess that's what we're doing again Oh yeah, the widescreen Genesis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 right now I've got, I've got, I've got footage from Pilot Wings and F Zero running with widescreen on. I think it's like a. a branch of beast nest that does widescreen mm. <clears throat> and pilot wings looks really great at least the skydiving section does because it's like straight overhead but like backgrounds kind of break up 
Oh, yeah. Uh, a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if Mortal Kombat looks good and I have a chance, if I, I have time to record it, I might, uh... What's that? Well, it's on my mind. I'll, I'll add it to my... My shot sheet. Shot list? Yep. Your, uh... Okay. Widescreen. Genesis. Is, 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 is the last page of shots for Analog Frontiers Part 3. You made my shot list. How the words go? When I get mad and I get drunk. That sucks. Forget it. <laughs> it's not actually called shot list. Oh, man. How are you doing? So crazy to be almost done Analog Frontiers Part 3. Yeah, I'm like. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Believe me, we all are. We all are. You know, I, I watched it from yesterday. I watched it like from the beginning, like, you know, everything that was edited, like for the first time, really. I I, 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 th I think it's working. I think it's working. I, I, I had some little... Well, something that surprised me is I actually have like this, you know, for the most part, I've edited in order. But like slowly over time, the back end of the video kind of got mostly done mm -hmm. over time. Because like, um, like I would be trying a shot, you know, like it might have been like a, a clip from, you know, just a, a random game clip. And I was trying to make it work at a certain point that I was editing, but then I found another clip that worked better. But I still liked the other clip, but it just didn't work as well in that one spot. So then I would like move to the end of the timeline and find some spot other spot for that clip and just slowly over time the back end of the video got you know pretty well filled in and then i had like some flashes of inspiration this week like oh like i should do something with this at, you know with this part of the video and then that filled in a whole other section of the end pretty pretty quickly so it's so close. So close. It's, uh, I, I, I hope people will look forward to it. Catch up please, on. Please be excited. One. Please be excited. Uh, catch up on part one and two, uh, this week if, uh, if you haven't seen them already. Or if you if you feel a need to have like uh, like 
two and a half hour marathon of some kind. Uh, two hour, 15 minutes or something, probably. Oh, uh, like leading two up hour to it. Maybe uh, for all of it. Uh, you know, wait until part three is out and watch all three. Of course, it won't be all three because there's still two more parts. I I think part four is going to come together pretty quick. Um, it's it's going to be almost the same length as three, I think, which is around an hour. But it's 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 kind of the different episode mm-hmm. of the. What, what, what would you call it? A, a quin, a quin, a quintilogy? Come on. Is that is that what, what a five party me. would be? Uh, and it, you know, the, the nature of what it is, you know, the majority of the material already exists. I don't have to. Sh- I, I'm not going to have to shoot as much, like fresh gameplay footage, fresh B-roll. largely going to be composed of like on location stuff and, uh, and our other archival materials I guess <laughs> there's a uh, two dollars from Jonathan G saying let's get some analog frontiers hype in the chat <laughs> hype give me give, give me the strength I need to get through this week it's so close it's so close I think I'm going to probably work some some long nights this week, probably. Just just because I want done. This is so stupid. Like, why can't been, I make that stupid jump? I've been working on Fire Emblem Echoes since November. And I, I'm getting close-ish to the end. But, you know, I've... In general, I've I've kind of only been really giving myself about two or so hours to play it in the evenings when I have a chance. So hopefully I'll finish that soon. I think I'm going to play Bravely Default 2 when, uh, when I'm done with that. I just feel like playing RPGs all the time. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, it didn't used to be that way. It was always like, oh, I have to be in the right mood for an RPG, or like I didn't want to play an RPG too soon after finishing another RPG. Like nowadays, I'm just like, man, I, I just, just always feel like RPGs. <laughs> like I want to do Lunar one and two sometime this year. This is so stupid. Like, I don't understand, like, why these the boss fights are, like, this long. It's, it's like, not even, like, exciting or anything. It's just, they just, they feel, like, so drawn out that it's, like, not even. You're using up all your ammo? Yes. I mean, like, straight up, like. Well, Mega X6 says three houses was his first in the series, and now he's a huge fan. Yeah, I, I I've been playing since the nope, first one. No, this that is came like if I die, I'm like, 
gonna like it's we're done for the night. Like how long does how drawn out does this need to be? Honestly. I mean, I I rarely if like rage quit during a stream, but this is like if I die right now, like it's like I'm done. I'm over it. Like it's like literally so close to being dead. I mean, how how is this fun for anybody? Look at this. This is so stupid. Honestly, like, seriously, this is so stupid that it is, like, getting drawn out to this extent. This is so stupid. Like, this is, this is not fun for anybody. Period. And I'm going to die right here. Freaking finally, and I'm gonna die probably like as it's dying. Okay, thank God. Attention. Jesus. I, I wonder if like you should have like found more like ammo upgrades or something by this point. There's there isn't any upgrades to it. It's just more. There's like no like ammo expansions or anything. I mean, I don't know. Like. <laughs> Oh, good. The the spikes went away when everything collapsed. Yeah. Whew. Uh, it does seem like the bosses may have been misjudged in the in balancing the game. Could you not go back down to the save point? Oh, you know, I should probably should do that. My God, I can't go back down. Yeah, I mean, like, it, I very, very, very rarely like get really angry and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I have no idea like what they were thinking. No, I don't. I don't feel any kind of sense of pride or accomplishment. Like, I just think that it, you know, it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Is the moon upside down or am I crazy? I wouldn't, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm just wondering if that's an attention. Please be yeah, something I good. I'm not, I'm not, I might be crazy. Like I'm finally, I can traverse underwater areas. I, I bet that if you die after a boss is killed because of the way that, you know, the whole thing works where like you're another agent sent in i'm sure it would keep the boss dead yes i mean i'm like i'm 
usually pretty easy going. <laughs> that, I just felt like that was just like so intense that I was like so close to dying there that I would have been just furious <laughs> because it was just way too drawn out. It kind of makes me have second guesses about playing the game in, in handheld mode. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is there's nothing really difficult about it outside of that. Like, it's the just, boss it's, it, it draws your resources down to the end. Well, it takes up all your resources and then forces you to continue with no resources for an extremely long time. Is the CRT maintenance vid still on the way? Uh, yes. Uh, last uh, February, <laughs> we uh, we shot. <laughs> yeah, it's, huh? It's like it, it's it is still it is still on the way. It's like we shot a bunch of stuff for a year over a year ago. <laughs> yes, it's it's still on the way. We, you know, we, 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 we shot like a ton of material a year ago, but we haven't. We shot a bunch of stuff um, with uh, Steve Nutter, who does the channel RetroTech. Um, and if you really want stuff about actual CRT maintenance, go watch his channel because it is excellent. He's providing a really valuable resource out there, you know, showing his experiences he has with working on different models um, and, and just general considerations uh, for CRT work. Uh, if you're actually like interested in like getting inside them, watch his stuff. Um, Cause our video isn't really going to be about that so much, but it will, you know, it'll be more like, you know, here are some, here are some of the factors of the insides, I guess, but like not really into the nitty gritty. It's more going to be about geometry and stuff, I think. Um, but like watch Steve's videos in the meantime, because he, he, he has a, a really wonderful resource. Um, oh, there's a uh, $5 from Paulo. Thank you. Uh, and saying, uh, Corey, I got stuck at the Tortoise Colossus time trial and beat it at the same time you beat that boss. I, I feel you. I was just as ready to quit, rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I turn these on? Like, why would you even turn off these? I mean, I only got enough inventory room for two more items or two more guns. And that's like everything. You know, it's so interesting how you can turn 65 percent of the map i mean i'm pretty close to the end of the game it seems like which is you know three hours i guess it's, Almost it's so hours. interesting you can turn off uh like upgrades in super metroid because then like it makes different certain, guns though at least there are certain gun combinations that you would never see mm -hmm. playing the game normally unless you turn them off right well I'm this close to, I mean, I'll probably finish it tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll tell you one thing, uh, how extended these bosses are does not make me excited about the last boss at all. Yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. Well, I mean, maybe maybe there's some health upgrades that would make it yeah. go a lot. It's not even, yeah, I mean, 
I'll explore now that I have all the upgrades. I, there should be no area that I should not be able to get yeah. to. Ah, <sighs> well, let's see what we got. I'm gonna. <laughs> Vanessa says, uh, CRT maintenance video will be out with the Dreamcast video and the HD retrovision cables. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a, I mean, you know, that might happen first. Who knows? Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> you, you, you should hope that that happens first, honestly. Sooner people have uh, Dreamcast cables, the better, right? Yeah, I mean, they're close. Well, I think that is going to do it for tonight. It's quarter to midnight. Yeah, yeah, pretty late. And uh, I want to thank everybody for for hanging in there with me, everyone who donated. It was, it was a lot of fun. Sorry I yelled at one point, and I think that I, I heard my voice uh, make the levels peak through my <laughs> headphones. It's all good. Yep. It's all good. All right. We'll see everybody soon. Have a wonderful rest of your night. Yeah, no.